Hey, what's up, everybody? We're going to talk some basketball uh, as we head into the All-Star break. The great Bob Cooney's joining us. We're going to recap the Super Bowl. We've got a little baseball talk, maybe a little bit of uh, Carson Wentz one year ago trade discussion and uh, a movie review by uh, Gary. It's time for the best podcast around. Grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. This is Corner Pub Sports. Hey, this is Jason Bertitas from 97.5 The Fanatic and the Stick to Hockey podcast. And you're listening to the drunkest, craziest motherfuckers this side of the Mississippi. Corner Pub Sports on Wildfire Radio. Pub Sports. What is going on, everybody? Twenty Five Sports is back here at the bar for the first time in a couple weeks. Here, last week we were at Ryan's place, uh, and uh, you know, so it's nice to be back. Kind of hiatus, and, for yeah, a, a little week bit hiatus for a week. Yeah, two weeks actually, technically, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, the one week was it was like the snow that we yeah didn't show up and yeah yeah. So here we are back again, and we got Bob Cooney joining us tonight from ninety seven five The Fanatic. Sir, first yes. time we've had him on, believe it or not. Since October 2020. Really? Wow, really? Yeah, it's the last time we had him on the show. I was in Pittsburgh. Fuck. Yeah, it's the last time we had him on. So we're glad it's to have Bob. That was two almost. years ago? Yeah. year and a half. Wow. So he'll be joining us about 15 minutes, a little less than that maybe. Um, so we are looking forward to having a, a good night tonight. We're going to talk some uh, basketball. Dude, you can't keep handing me beers. I got enough in front of me. You got to drink some. I, I will drink some, but right now. Hold, hold them up. Here we go. We are drinking some blacking in the uh, end. I can't. I'm trying to. Help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do this. Hold on. You ambidextrous, not motherfucker. Right there. Blackened black in the end. Some Metallica blackened whiskey. Uh, I gotta be honest. This shit's got a kick to it, man. It's forty-five percent. Yeah. If you like Jameson, you're gonna like this. I think it's yeah. a little. I think it's a little smoother than Jameson. If, in my own, opinion. I don't know. It's 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 got a. It's, it's got Jameson a, with a real it's kick a at kick. the end. Yeah, it's got a kick. Oh, for sure. I I agree with that. It's uh, it's nice though. It's, it's a really nice smooth finish to it. I definitely like. If you're gonna throw it, put it on the rocks though. Absolutely. Love on the rocks. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you did a straight, I don't know how it would be with a shot. Tonight might be. Uh, tonight might be a little rough. We'll see what happens. Ah, fuck it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, fucking Neil Diamond is singing that cock sucking love on the rocks. Love on the cocks. <laughs> He's all fuck. <laughs> Sit on my cocks. Sweet Caroline. I don't know, Mike. I don't know, Mike. How do you feel about that song? Fuck that song. Yeah, it's like the worst song. I ever. always wanted to hear a metal version of it, though. It's true. Oh, you like, can find like, it. Sweet oh, they- Caroline. Gin, gin, gin. Oh, they have them. You can you can look them up. You can find them. Nail Neil, Neil 23rd and Diamond. I'm out. <laughs> So we're going to talk. Uh, the old 23rd and dying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
we're, we're gonna talk. <laughs> we're gonna talk some uh, Sixers tonight. We're gonna talk some Super Bowl baseball. Uh, we got fuck you, Ben. It was the first time in a long time we've done that. We yeah, did, that you get, did you guys? Well, I mean, we got the two other stories. The the um, Matthew Stafford. Somebody's like they're him and his wife. Somebody's trying to take a picture of him and his wife and falls back. The, the, the camera and, guy, yeah, yeah. And Stafford just girl. walks away. Yeah, he, yeah, walks he, away. Like, he walks away and tells his wife to handle it or something. I'm like, dude, yeah, he, what a he, he retracted on that. Stefan Diggs banging two women at the Seho Motel. Well, that was yeah. the other one. So, yeah, so we got While You Were Drunk tonight, too. So Is that going to be one? Yeah. Yeah, for, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what – so Stafford, he retracted what? Diggs is the we, so we can man. talk about the Stafford thing real quick if you yeah. want. So yeah, so obviously the Rams won the Super Bowl, um, and uh, yeah, during, Stafford was on the, like a podium or something, and, and the cameraman was going to take a picture and fell off. And Stafford just kind of like camera woman, like it was a camera woman. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw camera men. Uh, whatever, yeah. camera they. Cameraman. It was a camera they, <laughs> and it's what to take the picture. And um, I did not have sex with that woman. I wanted to. But and I did he, not have sex. He just turned around. He, he just turned around and it was like, whatever. Right, I'm, I'm drinking this. So he <laughs> he had retracted. He he said he was very sorry. Um, that he really didn't know what was going on. Get the, the fuck out! But, he just made it worse. But he's paying. Um, he he's um paying the uh, hospital they, bills. That's because his aunt, his wife said, "What the fuck, Matt?" Yeah. yeah. I'm Dude, sorry. he was trashed. Yeah, she did. Yeah, t- yo, did you see what Tom Brady tweeted at him? Yeah, yeah. He said, he said, yeah. Matt. Have a water. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mix in a water once in a while or something like that. Fuck that water. Drink more alcohol. Yeah, dude, he was he got up. Thanks. Like, oh, thank oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He was, but yeah. I don't fault him for that. I would oh, would you? I'd be wrecked. How long yeah. has he been in the league? 13 years. Yeah. He's lifting a Lombardi. Yep. Like, get hammered. Well, think about it. Get hammered. Tom, Tom Brady had one seven. Tom Brady. Who cares? Oh, no, 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 no. Tom Brady won seven. He's been there before, and he was still trash the last year. All right. Yeah. right. He threw the Lombardi the from boat to boat. I honestly think the one with Tampa Bay with him, like, he was – I think that was different than the, the, the one. Think Not so? that he enjoyed it more. I think it was he let loose more, if that makes sense. Because yeah. he wasn't with, like, under the uh, – yeah, watching like eye of Belichick right, and all like, that. Yeah. Kraft, like, mm. like, yeah. Come on. Fuck Tom Brady. He didn't win this year. Matt Stafford did. Uh, how much – did, did anybody show. did anybody win any money for the Super Bowl? Let's I didn't. I need a fucking Oh man, you I needed close, didn't I you? needed Joe Burrow to rush for seven more yards. I would have won three fifty. Okay. So I needed that and I also needed Beckham to get twelve more yards and he got hurt and left the game and never yeah. came back. Yeah, and he'll probably never be the same. That's the same knee. My I brother he was blew that ligament twice. Yeah, My brother talk, what did didn't we talk about? Was it an ACL? Did we talk yeah. about Beckham? Did, is that what it was? Yeah. Where he had he had this crazy fetish. Where he likes shit or assholes or something. I don't know. Who? Uh, Beckham. Probably. Yes, That sounds accurate. Was it that? Whoa. Was that the, uh, uh, Was that uh, it? No, there was something weird that Beckham liked. Like, he, he liked the, he liked, he. So, like, he liked to be pooped on or something, yeah. Yeah, like, he, uh, he liked the, opti- he liked the idea of a fucking streak on his cap. Stop! Okay, keep doing it. Yeah. Was that it? Maybe just like. So yeah, we. What the fuck was that? It stinks. What's so, What's the matter, Rod? A skunky cunt. He can't. He can't. He. he can't. <laughs> Ryan's like dissing himself. Uh, so yeah, my my brother had the worst beat of all. 
Dude, this is bad. Dude, oh my God. this is this might be the worst. Look, no matter skunky No matter how bad your beat might have been, listen to this. My brother lost. He had the under on. It was a parlay. Stafford. It was a yeah, parlay. it was a, like three-way parlay or something. He needed Stafford to throw for under like 286 yards. 282. 282, 282 and a half. Stafford had 284 yards. Oh, my God. He threw the extra two yards on the last touchdown. So how much did he lose, Mike? How much? Would he didn't really lose much. Yeah, but yeah, How much would he won? He would have won, like, I think it was, like. A couple hundred. Yeah, I think it was, like, 20 bucks to win, like, 200 or something. Yeah. Oh, nothing, cra- nothing crazy, right. but, like, still. Yeah, you're yeah I put 40 up, I, and it would have won me 350. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I was waiting for Mike to say, oh, you know, he could have won 30,000. 30, I mean, 200 bucks, okay. Yeah, but it's just a way you don't win it, man. Like, by two yards, it's still, fuck. Yeah, it's still a bad beat. I, yeah, mean, I mean, it's a chance you take when you place a bet. So, you got when you're, when you're putting your bet in, you got to go in thinking, all right, this is what's going to happen if I right. don't win. Okay. You know Thanks, I mean? Dad. Yeah, but that's, yeah. Not, that's <laughs> not what happens. Use your bro. head when you gamble. Yeah, like, you're not a better, bro, but, like, that's not what happens. Like, you put a bet in, and it's like, ah, oh, yeah, this seems so easy. Yeah, yeah. here we go. I'm going to get it. And that's it. Just and all of a sudden you're like you're it. you're that close, and it, it happens. Like you lose yeah. two hundred bucks. I mean, is the two hundred dollars going to be life changing? No, but sucker. No, sure, and that's what parlay bets are. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, they're, they're sucker, sucker bets. bets. The same but thing with a teaser bet. You know what it is? It's like, it's like betting on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either he's going to cross the finish line, or he ends up in the glue factory. Cocksucking Smarty horse. Jones. It's just like Smarty Jones. Um, Horses got great big cocks, though. Yeah, they do. They got big Not cocks. that horse. No. no. <laughs> Not anymore. Oh, he's dead. Now he's, now he's in a can of dog food. <laughs> dog food? Yeah. Damn. Alpo. Al- no, he's in fucking Chinese food. Yeah. Your whole generation likes generation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's, it is true. Like you, you know, the parlay, the parlay bets are, they are, um, they are like kind of they're sucker, know, they're sucker bets. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah, really are. I mean, they're sucker bets. But they're there because some suckers gonna take it. And yeah, more, but everybody takes them. Yeah, that's that, the that, point yeah, because that, everybody lights up. It's like buying a lottery ticket. Yeah, exactly. It, you you buy a lottery ticket, you're a sucker. Okay. But you still buy them every once in a while because you got a chance to win $20,000 on that $5 ticket. Polsky just texted him because I'm fucking roaring. And he sent the picture of the horse dying from Animal House. <laughs> Wait a minute. You, I don't you, know why he's not on the oh, thread, yeah, though. Where is he at? Where I don't know. Body? Something must be wrong here. Uh, if you give your old lady a box of chocolates and a bouquet of flowers with the hopes to get a blowjob, you're a sucker. Well, yeah. Right. Well, it depends. Uh, real quick, breaking news. Uh, the uh, 11 finalists for the class of 22, uh, 2022 um, Basketball Hall of Fame. Leda Andrews, the winningest, winningest high school basketball coach of all time. Uh, Swim Cash, four-time WNBA star. Michael Cooper, uh, five-time NBA champion, first, uh, five-time first-team all-defense. Hugh Evans, long-time referee. Manu Ginobili. Who? Ginobili. Four-time champion, four-time all-star, and a gold medalist 2004. Bob, uh, Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway. Uh, I remember him. Five-time NBA all-star. Bob Huggins, two-time coach of the year, NCAA. Huggins. Marcus Johnson, five-time all-star, 1977 NCAA uh, national player of the year and champion. 
1975. George Carl, head coach, right. obviously a six-time, uh, six-time all-time, uh, and wins and wins. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and Marianne Stanley, three-time AIAW champion, W uh, 2002 WNBA Coach of the Year, and then Winsy Wellham, four-time WNBA champion, five-time All-Star, and two-time Olympic gold medalist. I can't so, really speak to the WNBA. I'm sure that some of them are deserving, okay, um, no. but the NBA, that's lackluster. A little bit. I don't George see Carl, anybody. George Carl and Ginobili well, getting it. No, no, no. All right, so coaches. Yeah, I I, I'm talking players. Man, Ginobili's a lock. You think? Yeah. Only four All-Star games? Yeah, but you got to – like the team he was on. I know the team he was on, but he was like the fourth best player or something, wasn't he? No, he was the third option. He wasn't the third best player on that team, if you ask me. You okay. think he was, what, the second best? Yeah, I think he was better than Parker. Okay. The difference was, Tony Parker? Yeah. yeah, the difference is Tony Parker could run the point, but at the, mm-hmm. I, hands down, think Manu Ginobili was a better overall basketball player than Tony Parker. Yeah. All right. I guess you could, you could probably talk me into Ginobili. I got a basketball. I don't think Hardaway. Jones. No, I don't think Tim Hardaway's a Hall of Famer. I got a basketball Jones. And who else? Was there any other, and any other players? Jones. I don't know. Uh, Michael Cooper? Mm, I'd have to look at it more. I don't know his numbers like off the top of my head. That was an elite team he was on. Pooper to Cooper. <laughs> who was he on? Abdul Jabbar and Magic Johnson. Uh, yeah. So he's been out for a while. Days. Yeah, seventy five. I think it was last. Okay. Hey, we're going back. We're going back to where fuck. Yeah, and he hasn't gotten in yet, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I, I so agree. I agree. The class overall is kind of weak. I mean, I think Carl gets in. He never won. No, he never won one. But every team he goes to is he was be- becomes an elite offensive team. Six time all win- all time on wins right, NBA. That's, that's I think Huggins gets in. Huggy Bear definitely. Yeah. Huggy definitely. Bear. He's, yeah, he's a Hall of Fame coach, and they'll and they'll let a ref in, and they'll let a WNBA Hall player, you know, player or coach in. What's that? How many get in? I'm not entirely sure. I think it's six. Is it? Is it like a minimum of six, maximum of six? I Does think it have the, to be six. I, no, I think the max is six. Okay. And you got to keep in perspective. Like this isn't the NBA Hall of Fame. This is the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Mm. Oh, oh, okay. Yo, Kareem, right. Kareem Abdul Jabbar, isn't he the one left the fucking footprint on Bruce Lee's chest? Oh. Hey, yo, you hear it. <laughs> You, hear, you see dust, <laughs> and then you just see a big. He was also an airplane. Uh, he, he, oh yeah, he, he was. He was he a pilot. Played, yeah. yeah, he was a pilot. <laughs> you tell your dad to drag Bill Walton off the floor all night long. See how many points he scores. See how hard he plays. <laughs> uh, so I guess we're just gonna wait for. Should we wait for Bob to talk basketball or? Cream out to Japan. Now we can keep going. We're good. So let's go back to the football real quick. Tell me if you want to do something. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big ass fucking footprint. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking Sixers basketball. We're just talking basketball, basketball. You're just talking whatever you want. All right. Yo, I posted it's it. It's our earlier. show. Yeah. It's our show. We do what we want. Yo, I posted it earlier. The Sixers are two and a half games out of the one seed. And they're in the three. They're 19 and 10 on the road. Yeah. They're only 16 and 13 at home. It's weird. It is weird, but you have to take into consideration, number one, the beginning of the year, this team had to gel with a new point guard. Mm-hmm. Then they got hit with COVID. Right. A lot of their schedule was front-loaded with a lot of home games. Right. So they're 19-10 and 10 on the road, and against uh, like the, the more elite teams, they're 6-2. and two. 
Yeah, I mean, they're mm. – uh, That's you, impressive. I yes. just – but even the game against Boston, and I know we're saying that's a throwaway game, but that was a home game. It's weird. They're, they're playing better on the road than at home. They are. But the yeah. home – like, since Joel Embiid's been there, like this regime of the Sixers, granted Doc Rivers hasn't been there the whole time, but they're a notoriously really good home team. Well, the one year they were, like – Phenomenal. They only lost four four games. I think it was yeah, and they were like, year. and they played like any four. They lo- they only won like ten away games or something. Right. Or something right. weird. Yeah, it was one year they hit. Yeah, yeah, right. They had like lost two games at home, and they lost the one year, and they lost like I think that was the year Jimmy uh, Butler, if I'm not mistaken, and they lost like 27, 28 on the road, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it was like figured out. Now yeah. you're the opposite. Not they don't have a losing record. No, but, like but it's, that, a, it's a concern. Like the that. home get that the home record's going to come. So anyway, I posted that they're two and a half games away from out of the first seed. They're tied for tied with two other teams for number three. It's, so it's Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. It's Cle- Cleveland is not going to hold on to that seed. They're not. Yeah, but Milwaukee will. I mean, Milwaukee's six. They beat one of the better teams no, in the league. Yes, they, they are. I it's they were the tied. Milwaukee. It's the Miami Heat, the Chicago Bulls, and the Sixers and the Cavaliers are tied for third. And then who's? Who's uh, uh, this, no? There's there's three teams the, tied. No, it is it is the the Bucks are tied. The Bucks are tied two and a half back, and then it's Boston. No, Toronto. no, the Sixers are two and a half back. The Bucks are three and a half back because we just we just beat them. Mike, that they're tied, a game behind us. No, I don't think so. Who cares? We got a better winning percentage, but they're tied. The Miami, Chicago. Sixers, Cleveland, Milwaukee's five, Boston six. Milwaukee's five, but they're tied. They're two and a half back. They have a lower winner percentage, but they're two and a half back. They're the same record. As, uh, they're the same game. Sixers back. have a better winning percentage by point three, point yeah. two points. So they're the okay. Same. So they have the tiebreaker right now. They're above the box. Right, they're above the box. But I'm saying that they're yeah, they're all tied. And then the the, the Celtics are a game back. Right, in but the six. Do we really think the Celtics are a top team in the East? Uh, uh, I don't. Look, they're playing better. They're playing the better. The legitimate answer to that is no. Come on. Come well, on. I mean, it depends. I mean, they didn't look like it. They do Dale. They're not, though. They got Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, but they don't. that team can't compete it's with the, the Bucs or the Sixers. It's the same team they've had for the last, you know. Right, that team's not competing with the Bucs or the Sixers in a seven-game series. They're probably not even competing with the Nets in a seven-game series. I, man, right now the Nets look terrible. They do, but mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like when that starting lineup comes together, like, will it? Does it? Yeah, on paper, it does. That's on paper, thing. on paper, the Nets are better than the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say that on paper. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't know what you're gonna get out of. Oh, on paper, Kyrie's Kyrie's an absolute wild. He's card. only playing half the games, and Simmons. Uh, you don't know what kind of Ben Simmons you're getting. He hasn't played all year. Right. Fuck him. Uh, yeah, I know. And, and uh, you know, Curry, we know what Curry is. Curry is a yeah, he's on the earth. borderline. He, he's a starter in this league, but he's he he's a defensive liability. Right. He's, and he averages yeah. 14 points. Yeah. He's a nutcase. No, you're talking Irving's a nutcase. Curry's not. Uh, uh, Curry's so the one yeah, that we traded this. So him. I'll say it again. Like, like, it comes down to, like, the Celtics, to me, are not competing with the Sixers. I think that the Sixers or the Bucks and a seven-game series. I think the Sixers series. and Bucks are are the the cream of the crop. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Even the Bulls. The Bulls are good. The Bulls, the Bulls look. Bulls, that's Bulls. not going to be look legit. That that's not going to be an easy out. But when push comes to shove, the the Bulls shouldn't beat the Sixers or the Bucks in a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. The Bucks are just too deep, mm-hmm. and the Sixers got Embiid and Harden. 
Yeah. Like, I, I mean, they really do have a good – And Maxie. I mean, Maxie and Harris are, are pretty mm-hmm. pretty decent, too. Tyrese Maxie's turning into a star, dude. He was named rising star this weekend yeah, for the like, for the uh, NBA. Uh, yeah, he responds well to coaching. Uh, just everything yeah. about that kid, man. Yeah, like he don't he don't get ignorant to to criticism. Can't he hear just you. He, can't hear you. He he just he goes with the flow. He does what he's got to do, and he produces on on the court on the court. Even if he's struggling, if somebody tells him, "Hey, try this, this, and this." Did you oh, watch the game yesterday? I did. Nice. I did. And yeah, no, I mean, so what? What Gary's saying is true. I mean that. The, I mean, uh, I mean, the first quarter he's struggling, Harden yelling at him, Harden's talking to him, and the second quarter he's got fourteen fucking points. Right, mm-hmm. and that's happened a few times with him. Like even early in the year, you've seen Doc get on him. Or and he, yeah, yeah, and he doesn't show up. Like he accepts it, and like, oh, all right. Like these dudes have been in the league; they know what they're talking about. Let me take that in. Mm-hmm. Like, right, like watch like, three. Like Maxi, Ma- like Maxi's charging, and you got the guys on their back foot, and he, you know he's panicking because of what this team is. So, so Harden told him, "Just charge, charge, and and you'll produce." And that's what he did in the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. and he got fourteen points. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what he told? What Harden said to Niang? No, Niang kept trying to drive early in the game, and and apparently Harden told him, "Why are you driving? You shoot, hmm. just shoot the ball." And then he went for like seven for wow. twelve or something. I can't believe that Harden's coaching guys like this. He's taking no, a little. What does that mean? You shared today about Maxi. Oh, that was oh, cool. yeah. All right. So it was. Um, if you ever seen Spider Man into the Spider Verse, right? It was the Peter Parker, and then Miles, who becomes the new Spider Man in that movie. So you got Peter Parker. He's figuring out a plan, what he's going to do. And right behind him is Miles and, and like, the kid Spider-Man get up. And he's got it, and he's just watching him. Mm-hmm. Watching him. So it was that picture, and then it was James Harden with his hand around Tyrese Max. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, so perfect. Now, I just, you know what, I do, not to be, you know, negative, but I do wonder what Max is going to do when Harden and Embiid there, if he's going to kind of, not want to kind of step on toes because remember when he started playing with Embiid when he was kind of hesitant and he it was like you know letting the stars dictate letting Embiid dictate mm-hmm. with with Harden and like I wonder if he's I, I hope he's able to figure out a way to keep his aggressiveness and not feel responsible for, right. for I, I agree and like that that's the kind of shit you got 24 games to figure out and you know what? The other thing is, is that if 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 Harden's talking to him before he's even playing in the game, right. I have a feeling that Harden's going to be talking to him during the game and saying, "No, don't defer to me. You do you. Yeah. You take yours." I mean, everything Harden's done so so far, that's what you think you're going to see. Like, like if you like, he's just going to coach him. You don't have to just pass it to me because I'm James Harden. Like, you right. got the lane. Do what you do. Right. Like Doc Rivers should give him his game check. Yo, yeah, and <laughs> as critical as we've been on Doc uh, on Doc Rivers, you got to give him some credit, man. You really do. The position this team's in with the position they got put in by Ben, ben Simmons, having to, like, learn a whole new starting lineup because when you change your starting point guard, the whole offense changes. Okay, bro, so why is Doc Rivers not telling Maxie this? Why is it hard? Doc Rivers does tell him, but it's sometimes it's sometimes different, especially right. from some new guy that's got a new perspective that's going. Right. It's, it's, 
He's probably tired of hearing it. From like, Rivers. if you're Doc Rivers, you want it to come from somebody else. You want James Harden to do that. That's uh, showing leadership. Like that, if, if, if your the Sixers boss, don't get to the finals, Doc Rivers might be done. He's not getting fired. He might be done. No. Well, I, if they if they have a good showing in the playoffs, he is not getting fired. I, I love this. We're about to bring our guest on. Uh, we haven't had him on since October 2020. I love the name he just used on our screen. It's Bob Coon Dog. Bob Cooney, welcome. Hello. Welcome, brother. What's, What's going cheers. on, Bob? How are you, man? Everything yes, good? So. Oh, we're good now. Oh, we are good now. Well, we're getting there. We yeah. are good, sir. How are you? Okay. Doing great. Doing great. Good week of uh, of sports here in Philadelphia, huh? Yeah, a little, uh, you know, some some things happen. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Look at that setup you guys have. You when like am that? I going to get the invite? <laughs> any time. No, any Friday. Any Friday I keep night. hearing any time. I never get an address or anything. Uh, I'm just supposed right. to roam all right. around. The uh, we, we yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're just going to hit up your twi- Twitter DMs, and, like, you're going to get an invite. Oh, uh, we got to make this happen. Yeah. yeah, for sure. All right, I'm in. Yeah, we're all in the same room, just so you know, because, like, we had we had uh, Brian Dawkins on, right, like a couple months ago, and we did the whole interview with Dawkins. And it was like forty five minutes or whatever. And then at the end of the sh- at the end of the interview we cut it off and then all of a sudden he saw my hand reach over and he's wait, you guys are in the same room. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, there's my hand right there. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Oh snap, I didn't know. That's a basement. That is one of the best I've ever seen. Ah, oh, that's awesome, man. Like we had Ed Kratz in studio. Why can't we have Bob Cooney? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ed now, Kratz is way bigger than Bob Cooney. So, yeah. Now we don't even going down the scale. Brian yeah. Dawkins, Ed Kratz, Bob Cooney. Yeah, I, yeah, but I think Bob will drink more than the other uh, two. I, I, I agree with that. You'll definitely drink more than Dawkinsville. That's for sure. He doesn't yeah, drink at all. He doesn't drink at all. He doesn't drink at all. You never know. But, uh, <laughs> but no, yeah. So I mean, let's let's get into yeah, it. So first of all, hold on. This is the first time we've been technically face to face. I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think the last two times we had to do it, uh, I was going to basketball games, I yeah. think. Oh, right, right, right. Well, you were going to basketball games, and then the other time, yeah, the one time you were underneath, you said you were underneath the bleachers, <laughs> and then another time you were going, you were at another game. And then, underneath the bleachers? Th- yeah, you were underneath the bleachers on the phone, you said. And then there was another. Where were we? Uh, this is, this is years ago, probably yeah. three years ago. It's one of your, one yeah. of your oh, probably games. high school games. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then one year you were actually heading into a buddy's party and you were out in the garage and you were talking about tripping over a cooler. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that was a town of business. <laughs> so, so, I'm my wife. She doesn't, she's just nice to see you face-to-face finally, man. Yeah. Great to see you guys. Thanks for having yep. me. I really yeah, appreciate it. Yep. So we just got a, a message here. So Dave Peterson just said, we're talking about the Sixers, obviously, Bob. So four weeks ago, we're all talking, taking, talking a different story. Look what happened when you dropped the anchor that was hanging around the Sixers' neck. Mike? That's a good segue for you to ask your first question. Yeah, so uh, James Harden comes to Philadelphia. Did you did you see it happening, or like, like were you like us? You didn't really see it. What did you think was going to happen with Ben? Like, what, what, what were your thoughts when it first happened? Like, just go through your mindset. Yeah, it was it was on Daryl Morey's mind ever since he got here. Sure, um, that was pretty obvious. Uh, you know, word that that's come about uh, since it all went down was they were pretty close last year. Uh, to getting it done and that may have been the beginning of the end uh, for Ben Simmons it seems like that that's one of the things that put him over the top that they put him on the trading block that Daryl Morey was willing to part with him for a James Harden um, yeah you know look it's something that had to be done and you can go back and forth about 
did you give Brooklyn too much or did you give up too much, whatever it may be. I thought Mike Messinelli from our station had a great line last week. And um, it was, I guess, the day of the trade. And he said, look, you got the best player you could get. How could it be a loss for the Sixers? It's a star-driven um, league, right? It's a great line, right? I mean, you got the best player you could get, and there's no doubt about that. And all the other trades that we heard of, whether it would be Halliburton or anybody, whatever, made up or or maybe had some legs to it, whatever it was, you weren't getting anybody any better than than James Harden. Yeah. And having to give up an Andre Drummond and a, and a Seth Curry – Okay, does it hurt a little bit? Yeah, but you got one of the best players in the league, so it was going to cost you a little bit. Uh, I love the trade. I love the way um, I talked to a lot of people throughout the league while it was all going on. And like John Kincaid on our show, uh, rightfully so, was questioning uh, James Harden wanting to get out of two different teams, you know, over the last 14 months. And what does that mean? What kind of a of a team player is he, but talking to guys that worked with Harden through the years, coached with Harden through the years, uh, they convinced me like this is one of the hardest working guys that they've ever seen. And he'll be great for this city. And I had somebody tell me that worked with Houston, that Kevin McHale, I don't know, you guys might yeah, be a little yeah, young, yeah, yeah. McHale, but he played with this guy, Larry Bird. <laughs> Kevin McHale, who coached James Harden, said he was the hardest working player he ever saw in the oh, NBA. Wow. wow. So, you know, that says a lot. And I think what Harden's done since he's been here from the press conference saying, my favorite thing he said, this is Joel Embiid's team. I just want to be a part yep. of it. Yep. To, you know, taking Tyrese Maxey to yep. travel under his wing, to traveling to Milwaukee. And yelling at those guys off the bench last night, there's nothing I've seen from him so far that I haven't liked. Yeah, yeah. We we were just talking about that um, before you came on. We were talking about uh, the fact that you know he, here he is from the from the sidelines, you know, coaching up Maxi, you know, coaching up uh, uh, Yang, you know, talk, talking to yeah. these guys, basically saying to these guys like, what are you what are you doing, you know? Um, and then how about the impact that he's already made on Joel Embiid? We've already signed it twice in two games. And I'm I gotta be honest with you, I'm a little weary of it, but the fact that he's trying to do a step back move. You know, <laughs> no, it's it, yo, it didn't look like Harden last night, but he hit it. Yeah, he did hit it. The first I, I'll tell you oh, what first night was bad. And I gotta tell you guys, when when Embiid came to the team and he was out with the foot injury, and he and I were sitting on the sidelines one time and it was during like a practice or whatever, and just talking. And um, he was saying, yeah, you know, I watch a lot of tape of Hakeem Olajuwon. I said, yeah, I, I bet you can't wait to get out there and practice that. And he's like, oh, I don't need to practice it. I can do it. Like, I know it. And I was just kind of like, whatever. Like, uh, confident, cocky, you know, kid. Uh, and then talking to Brett Brown after that and telling him what Joel told me. He goes, he's like, Bob, I'm telling you, like, this kid is that special. He can watch stuff on tape and he can go out and do it. Wow. Now think of this. Joel Embiid started playing basketball at 16, like yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. He watched James Harden for a couple of practices and had enough confidence against NBA players to go out and try a shot, a move that James Harden invented. <laughs> and he and I'm not saying he perfected it, right. but he successfully executed it in his second game. Yeah. After seeing James Harden do it. He watches films. Now I had an insider call me and say he's watching films of, of Domkic and he's watching films of Jokic because he wants to learn to pass better. Look how much better, guys, he's passing this year. Yeah. 
This guy watches film, goes out on an NBA court against the best players in the world, and yeah. does what he watched on film. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. This guy's this guy, like I said, I said this on the show this morning, guys. People always want to look to the future in sports, you know, to the future, to the future. Oh, is this guy going to be a Hall of Famer? Don't do that with Joel Embiid. Watch the present with yeah. him right now. He's one of the most special things I've ever seen. Speaking of that, Bob, God, you can. Yeah, right. spe- speaking of that, Bob, um, I was going to ask these questions in a different direction, but uh, since we're on the topic, I think it's an in- interesting conversation because last year you with Embiid, you thought, wow, he can't get better, can he? And this year, he's clearly better than he was last year. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, has he peaked? I, I can't say that. No. <laughs> like I, I'll tell you what. You know, two years ago, you watched him. You saw he was really good. I was always calling for on the morning show. I said, "Look, this guy's a great, uh, a great big man who has a great finesse game. He has no power game." That was two years ago. Mm -hmm. And then last year, he got a little bit better at the power game. He got better at seeing double teams coming to him. I talked to Doc Rivers, and Doc said one of the first things he worked on was him seeing the whole floor. Instead of turning his back on everything and not seeing the double coming, he was turning, looking, seeing the double coming, and being able to react to that. Now, this year, he's put in more of a power game. You never saw Joel Embiid dunk over and through people. His dunks were like, you know, in an open court or whatever it may be. His power moves down low weren't all that great. When he would post up at three feet, the ball would start coming to him, and he would be impatient and go out to 10 feet and catch it. So now instead of having the ball at three feet, he's catching it, and he's at 12 feet. Right. So those little things, like little power games, I always said he needed a fundamental coach. I guess he got it in Doc Rivers because he has stepped up so many areas of his game, and I can't say he's reached his peak. I can't just because – a lot of people thought he reached it last year, and yeah. look what more he's done this year. Bob, you know, it's, it's interesting. He, we talked about it two years, and we, we argued about it. We were, like The debate was, would you get rid of Ben Simmons or Embiid? Mm. And uh-huh. we kind of said Ben Simmons because we watched Embiid in that series against the Celtics, and we watched him dominate for you know, 12, 14 minutes and then completely be non-existent. He seemed to lose seemed to get fatigued and wasn't able to play a full game. That's, I think, the other part of his game that has changed. Mm-hmm. He's dominating for four quarters he, now. He's playing back-to-backs now. He's doing all he, that. You yeah. could tell he's dedicated his life to the game. And, and fitness and everything else and whatever it is that he's doing differently, not playing in the post as much or whatever it is. He's, maybe he's not exerting as much energy in the, the first quarter knowing that he needs it. Like, he's, he's just making it work, though. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. He's played 26 out of the last 28 games. Yeah. I mean, look yep. at that. I don't my, know. My, my don't biggest know thing was w- with load management and all. And I said this last year. Everybody's uh, got to manage our show. Load. I said this. Load, Bob. <laughs> What's that? We all got to manage our load. That. But, yeah. But I, I what I said about Joel Embiid was, and I was brought up this way. You teach your body how to get through games. You teach your body. Your body knows when it should go and when it should shut down. Right. I was convinced that they were teaching his body that it was time to rest more than they were teaching that it was time to go. Mm-hmm. And I, I firmly believed in that. You know, like you guys know, you guys all played sports. I played. I coached all that. Like when it's time to play, your body says it's time to play, and whether it's every day 
or every other day. Your body knows. And when it comes time to play and you say, no, we're not going to play today and your body shuts down, that muscle memory stuff, I am convinced, is a big part of being able to play every day. And then when you're when you go to try to play and your body's like, oh no, I thought I was supposed to rest today, that leads to injury in my mind. Yeah. If you watch Joel Embiid on the court right now, guys, watch when he goes to the floor how he doesn't stay there anymore. Mm-hmm. And this just started a couple months ago. He hits the floor, he pops back up. Boom. Up, let's go, let's play more. He's convincing himself, okay, I'm not hurt, I'm good, let's go. Mm-hmm. And and it's a big part of the muscle memory aspect of the game of being able to just play through things and play 26 out of 28 games and play 32, four, six, eight minutes a night, whatever it may be. I really think that it's as much mental as it is physical because once you get through the mental, the physical's already there. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. The, um, the other night, um, it wasn't this, the game for the Celtics that Sunday, I think who they play. Well, um, when he got fat, uh, the Cavaliers, yeah, he got fouled. Yeah, and it was a hard foul. He's holding his back, mm-hmm. and then he had that monster mm-hmm. dunk. Yeah, right after that. Yeah. And right, right. He landed right on his ass. Right. That yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Uh, um, like that. Sorry, I'm going down to my garage to get another all, beer. It's, it's all good. It's just that, oh yeah, you can't not do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, also he he is a seven foot plus guy. He has previous knee issues. That that's got to be a concern. But that being said, he's got to learn to play through some pain. That, that, Agreed. This, this is where I, he's I think, at. I think he play has. Yeah, it. like that, that. this year, and like you've made the point before, guy, like um, he seemed a little, maybe the wrong word, but he seemed a little soft. Plays a little lazy. Not. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. Look, guys, I, I agree with what you're saying. It's, you know, it's not I – don't, I don't disagree with it, a little soft. He didn't know any different way to play. Yeah. Okay, like think about it. If you guys, you know, like when you have kids or or you know, like uh, you played yourself. God damn, you Bob, we have a mansion. Yourself- <laughs> <laughs> we have a mansion. You teach yourself to get through it. You teach yourself, or you teach your kid, or whatever. You know, you hate to say that. Oh, you're okay. Get up and play. Mm-hmm. But there is an aspect to that, right? And I'm not trying to be Tommy Tough Nuts here. Like, oh, uh, I rubbed dirt on it all my life. You do have to learn, you have to teach yourself in sports. Okay, I'm going to get nicks and I'm going to get right. injured, hurt, whatever it may be. But teaching yourself how to get through it is a big aspect of it. Now, there's times you can't get through it because you're that hurt. But there are times that you do just have to fight through it. And I really think that he took that extra step of doing that over the last year and a half. I think you guys are dead on on this. Yeah, like there's a difference between being hurt and injured. Right. Right. Yeah, pull, pull, I always uh, forgot. My coach was always telling me that you can play. What is it? You can play hurt but not injured, or the other way around. Mm. Yeah, you can play hurt but not injured. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't care. I don't One care. I don't know what it is. If I can't go, I can't go. But yeah. there wasn't a seven inch, a lot If you of got a seven inch though. gap cut on your arm, spray it with with Windex. Get out there and make a play. <laughs> there you, you go. I, mean? I, yeah, I need you to I make mean, a play. You know, it's it. Look, it's like learning how to how to make a proper backdoor cut mm-hmm. you do and i i really believe this you do have to learn how to play when your body's not 100 percent. Right. and i i honestly think guys that joel Embiid has learned that over the last like year and a half one, of, right. our, one of our listeners here said mind leads the body and then he also said balls to the wall until you can't go and, 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 and you're a professional athlete and 
that's kind of the way it's got to be. I mean, you know, you look at you look especially at especially in this city. Like, yeah, absolutely yeah, in this yeah, city, I have and to. and that's a good segue actually because now there's been questions about and and I you know I've listened to you guys on the on the morning show. By the way, Bob's a part of the John Kincaid show on 97.5 The Fanatic. Every morning you can hear the show, um, even if you're not in the area, because obviously this podcast is you know goes everywhere. You can download the Fanatic app and listen to the show there, um, so you can hear it no matter what. Uh, you can hear it anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. everywhere, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. On the toilet, in the Screen bedroom, wherever you want to listen to it. You know, <laughs> Listen to Bob's soothing voice as you're, you know, well, you know, with the old lady. Like most people, maybe not on the toilet, you're going to listen to it in the car. Oh, so yeah, you on know, the ride in, yeah. Yeah, you know, so uh, download right. the app on your phone and listen to one of the well, better morning shows. He said anywhere. The best, you said. You said the best, right? He did say the best. Yeah. The best, yes. It is yeah. the best. Yeah. It is the best, Bob. I don't well, know it's, the best, it's the best I ever heard. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys do a good now job. We're getting somewhere. Yeah, you guys do a good job. You guys have, um, you guys have different – you know, here, here's the thing about the show. Um, and I'd love to get John on sometime, too. Um, but here's the thing about the show. You guys are authentic. You guys aren't just spewing. I'm not going to call any names. We know where I'm going with this. We're not just spewing out stuff to go the opposite way to get to get um, ratings. Agreed. I agree. Agreed. Like I, I think. Yeah. Um, like they're, they're they, they don't just are, are sincere. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't just agree with each other to agree with each other. You could tell there's a legitimate debate between the four. Is oh. um, you got a good thing going there, Bob. It's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just a you know a little behind the scenes stuff. It is authentic. It is. We have our own feelings on stuff. We we put a good show sheet together every night. Uh, you know, we 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 put a, a bunch of ideas in for a show the night before the show. We get in the next morning. We talk about what the ideas are, what the topics are, but we do not go in depth to what we're going to say. Right. None of us knows what the other guy is really, what his angle is, what he's going to say, what he truly believes. And and that's what... Uh, <laughs> 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 I, got you. Thank you know, you, that, I think that's what makes our good show. Like, John runs a great show. He runs a yes. great show, and he's yes, he opinionated. And, you know, he can go one way. I'm kind of the guy that's, you know, I've been in this city forever, been doing the profession forever. I kind of in the even keel... Well, this is how you might want to look at it, guy. And Jamie and Pat are the two that are just fandom, fandom, mm-hmm. fandom. And it's it, it really is a good combination. We have fun with it. And and do we try to be genuine, authentic, and all that? I don't think we try. I think it just really it just comes happens. out. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing show. about like John. Like he'll say something. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't really agree with that. And then like he'll explain himself. I'm like, shit. He's got a point. Like he, I see where he's nah, coming. Nah, nah. Well, I think you're better off not agreeing with it. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah I'm not gonna lie. Like, like when I listen to the show, I very, 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 really? very rarely agree know. with there, John Kincaid. The, now, I'm not saying in the end where I say, "Oh, yeah, I agree with John Scott," but I'm saying, okay, I see where he's coming from with this. Like, I, I get where he's. Yeah. He doesn't just spew it out and go. Huh. Now watch what happens. I'm gonna let these guys argue. I'm gonna sit back. No, like, and no. that's not it. That's right. funny. That, no. and, and to your guys' point. Like whoever just said, yeah, I don't agree with them hardly. Uh, It's not that John's putting it out there for you to disagree with him. It's his it's his true thoughts. It really is. And you know, that's why he likes to bounce it off of say and me who's been here forever or and then you get the fandom outlook of it. And John's really good at it where he'll say, Oh wow, I never looked at it like that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could be wrong. Or then you get the arguments where he's convinced that he's right. 
and him and Jamie or me and John will go at it and and you know and that's what makes <laughs> fun part of the show. Yeah. 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 So uh, you yeah. know what? I, speaking of debates, I think it's it's time to to get into it. To you know, we could we could oh, both we could bounce okay. back into basketball, but um, Matt Stafford. I heard you Monday saying uh, you agreed that he's not a Hall of Famer. That you don't yet. think he's a Hall of Famer. No? That he's not a Hall of Famer yet. And I know Ryan in particular. Sean probably 300 touchdown passes. Ryan, so I'm going to tell you right now, we'll preface that right now. Ryan and I, before the season, we had this debate last year, this mm-hmm. around this time last year, and the both of us went, well, if you go by numbers alone, you got to look at his numbers, and he's if you look at the guys who are in, he's a Hall of Famer. He's at like 50,000 career yards, right, right. Yes. if I'm yeah. not mistaken? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's – but look, this is just this is funny. I'm glad you guys kind of brought this up. So this is just what I was saying a couple of minutes ago. We never. Why can't? And it's kind of your guys' age more than my guy, my age. Why can't? Why we can't we just live it? in the moment? Yeah, yeah. You know, I had somebody yeah. call me in the NBA. I was talking to somebody in the NBA, and they're like, "Oh, Zion Williamson, he's a Hall of Famer." And I was like, "Why? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> guys barely stepped on but the court." I'm not disagreeing. Maybe he could be. Maybe he can't. But why can't we just live in the freaking moment? Yeah. Like Matthew Stafford just won his first Super Bowl. That's great. Let's live in that moment. <laughs> right. I haven't thought of him as a Hall of Famer. Right, right. Let, him, let, him, let him drink his six pack. Leave him alone. Exactly. Yeah. Let him let him pay for the poor girl that fell off the stage. <laughs> God bless him and his wife. They're doing. Yeah, the yeah, they're doing it right. They're yeah. doing a great thing there. But you yeah. guys, you know what I mean? Like, why do we have to have that conversation yet? Let the guy finish his career. Matthew Stafford, is he on a path to the Hall of Fame? Probably. But Matthew Stafford should have four or five more years left in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good chunk yeah. of determining if a guy's a Hall of Famer or not. And just, right, just right, let st- it play out. Like, I just know if I had a career going, I don't want people looking past my career. Mm-hmm. Look at me what I'm doing right, now. Right, you know, yeah. so that's that's kind of what I'm talking it about. Is, All right, Bob, yeah. stay, stay within the NFL. I, I got an Eagles question. Do the Eagles right. st- do the Eagles stay within Jalen Hurts, or do they move on and find something else? I think they'll. I think they're looking to try to find something else, something better. Uh, it's a fine line. Like like Kincaid brought up during our show this week. He he got a kind of a hard on for um, Jimmy Garoppolo, right? And he 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 kept bringing him up this week. And right. Jamie and I were both like, my brother was yeah. doing this a week ago. I didn't get a hard on for him. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. (laughs) No, I didn't. My My point being, like, he was bringing him up, and he was saying, it's an upgrade. And we said, yeah, no, it is an upgrade. It probably is an upgrade. But is it the answer? Right. I think the Eagles are in a position right now that they're looking for their long-term quarterback while Jalen Hurts bridges that gap, right? Me personally, Garoppolo and Jalen Hurts – a young Jalen Hurts, that, that's a lateral move. Yeah, it's, it's a I, lateral I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of there with you. Like, I didn't – if you're going to make a move for a quarterback, if you're the Eagles, it's got to be somebody that you're pretty confident in can not just be a two-, three-year guy that bridges a gap again, but a guy that's going to take you to the next level. And I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is that or not. So doesn't, right, that, make, like doesn't a, that make Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers – well, especially Aaron Rodgers out? I mean, he's – Got two, three years, right? Um, I don't know if you. Yeah, but that. that's one of the all-time greats. Like, if you're going to go after somebody, look, look what Tampa Bay did with Tom Brady, right? Yeah, yeah. they go and sign yeah. Tom Brady to win a I Super mean, Bowl. Could you imagine bringing Aaron Rodgers in? Like, that's ridiculous. So you know, yeah. Devontae Smith would be a fifteen hundred 
Yeah, and, 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 guy. and yeah. you're most more than likely, yeah, you're more than likely adding a second receiver too. Relax. <laughs> what? Stop. He's oh, saying so he's the, 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 uh, the Rodgers thing. Relax. You know what? Yeah. Oh wait, he's not a Rodgers fan. No, he's just he's no, you're not a Rodgers. No, you don't like Rodgers. No, of the three, I. If you could get the Sean Watson because he's younger, yeah, I, I'm uh, the Sean Watson or boss. Like, like the the upside is better with him, uh, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen to him? Uh, but I mean, um, it's the masseuse. The I'm upside was better. It's the masseuse. The upside. Oh, you don't want him just because no. it, you don't want the controversy, right? Or just you don't think that he's a yeah. And that, that sounds prudish, and I know how it sounds. I understand all that. Um, yeah. You you. There's too much to lose than there is to gain, in my opinion. Like, uh, I, I, right. I think so. The more likelihood, I, I think, is is it's it's Russell Wilson. Bob, we got actual I audio. Just, we got actual audio from that masseuse parlor. Got it all over my <laughs> <laughs> But I'm I'm on Bob's side with that. Um, obviously, I'm not going to be mad they go get the Sean Watson, but. This team's young. You're building something here. I just I, I think that I think that kind of media like frenzy is bad for the organization right now i do i just I but just, i'm in on russell wilson i um i personally would trade two of them picks for russell wilson you might need three but me to show you're not, not going to trade three in the same year no. you might watching, trade you might trade two this year and a one the following year yeah but you're not giving three up in no, the you, same you year. cannot do that right right not for a 32 year old quarterback who's on his way. Yeah, down. Matt the thing about Deshaun Watson is people think, did it. Yeah, people think Deshaun Watson comes here and everything's left behind. Um, there's a creep factor. He brings creepiness to Philadelphia. It doesn't mean it's going to change. Right. You know, it just he might leave Houston and leave. Not that the allegations are left behind. Mm-hmm. The 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 women might be left behind there. But he Fair comes opinion. here, and you're you're. I'm I'm sorry. My opinion. You're just bringing in a creep, All and right. he doesn't leave that behind. So you're not I don't I don't put sports over that. I mm-hmm. don't. Even though sports has been my life profession, mm-hmm. I do not put sports over that Bob, over not, talent. Wrong, but, but you know, I, I'll say this. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And I'll go through the entire uh, around the entire bar, including you, Bob. What one of us? What one of us has not done something creepy when we were younger, as far as it went with women? That's uh, different, though, man. We're not we're not in the spotlight. You need to be rewarded for it. No, right. Yeah. You're not in the spot. We're not in the spotlight, though, guy. It's different. Yeah. So you can't so, compare the two. Homie. The, only, the only thing you can compare. Yeah, but you know what? I never. Sorry, I'm I'm disagreeing. I never did anything like he did. No, no, I never you know, no. And we all like and we all right, agree. None like, of us I, did that. Right. I never. It's weird. I never got a girl to do something that she didn't want to do. If you're an organization, you're condoning it. You're, I'm just like, look, like I said, it it might be a prudish take on my part. Um, If you do bring him on and it doesn't work out, you're doubly bad. Right. There's other quarterbacks to be had. I'm, I'm, I'm good with staying away from this. Yeah, and 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 Russell Wilson. And and the difference, like people, I heard people comparing the Michael Vick situation. Oh, Michael Vick. Well, Michael Vick also served time. And he paid right. his dues he in the justice con- system, he right? He was convicted. He went to jail. This is what the justice system said he had to serve. And, and, like, in a situation like that, everybody deserves a second chance. Outside of a murder or a pedophile or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he did his time. So, right. it's I think that's a different situation if you ask yep. me. But Bob, I mean, Bob, I mean, what do you... He can, he can do 
dogfight. Can't hear you, Gary. Jesus Christ. So this guy over here. Condone dogfight. There you go. He, did, the he did, but he also went to prison and be, like got reformed. Well, wait a minute. So, so because he went to prison, that makes him better? He than changed. The no, what we're saying is it, people can look at it a little differently where this is an open-ended case where you don't know what's going on. No, you're either a cocksucking asshole or you're not. But Michael Vick was. He's he not. Was. He's he was, not. and he did his time. And he, and he changed. He reformed. Well, I mean, which is what the prison system is supposed to do, right? Yeah, I right. mean, I guess is does is Deshaun so Deshaun Watson's not going to change and reform then? He, well, he's he's, he's not going to pay if he's, he's coming to Philadelphia. I hope he does. Look, yeah. I hope he does. As a human being, as a person, yeah. as a father, as a husband, right. yeah, I hope he does. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be under my watch, right? Right. And but I'm not that's, saying that's like I'm not going to hope to reform whatever. He's young enough it, to change. That's all. Yeah, he is. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, but, but, here, but Bob's saying not here. He doesn't have right. to be here. Right, yeah. Why do we have to keep bringing these guys in? Right. Well, I mean, Why I just, do we have to be the see, ones that I mean, keep the problem, the problem, The problem right. is, I, right. you know, and, and I'm putting sports ahead of it, but I, I watched him in the playoffs carry Houston by himself against that Buffalo team and made that comeback in that Buffalo game that two, three other quarterbacks in the league could do. And I'm like, this guy's Listen, he's guys. legit. Listen, guys, I don't hate your opinion. You guys are saying, well, why does it got to be here that Deshaun Watson changes? Be- well, why does it Why did it have to be here that Michael Vick changes? You know what I mean? I, I mean? Everybody deserves a second chance. We have to wait and see what happens with Deshaun Watson. We, we don't know what Michael Vick got is. a second chance after serving and, you know, being punished for it. Uh, Deshaun Watson hasn't served. He hasn't been proven that he did anything wrong yet. Right. I don't want to get in that mix right now. Right, I, I right, right Bob. And that, that's, that's my only point. Like, we don't know what happened. We don't know what's going We don't know what the verdict is. You that's know he's all. probably not going to prison and being punished for no, it, though. That that's not going to happen. But anyway, more yeah, importantly, moving on. more importantly, Bob, what are you drinking, sir? What are you drinking tonight? Because you grabbed the beer from the fridge. You were drinking something else My earlier. My wife and I went out tonight, and our son, Tommy, we went to happy hour tonight um, at a place near our house, uh, and I'm having a Corona. There you nice. Go. There you go. So we were yeah. – we were with, with or without the lime? No, he's not doing it. I didn't do a lime, no. He's I'm too no lazy lime. to cut up the lime. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah wait, wait till you see what we so, got. So earlier we were drinking a little blackened whiskey. Which I is, was gonna say, I thought you guys had some whiskey going. Yeah, this is Metallica's whiskey that they put out. It's um, it's, not a whiskey guy. No, it's uh, I'll I'll sip it, um, on 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 rocks. Um, you're sipping, and I don't know if you can do sipping it on the cocks. <laughs> sipping it on the rocks. But uh, I I I did well. Yeah, it's gone. Um, right. it's stronger than Jameson. And uh, it's, it's, it's yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't drink hard liquor. I only yeah. drink beer and wine. That's all yeah, I drink. I never that. have had hard liquor. I don't do shots, any of that. I just, Bob, what's your? I know favorite, what my limitations beer, are. And it's beer and wine. Yeah, Bob, what's your favorite beer? You know, it's funny. I used to be just the you know slug when I was covering the Sixers. This is this is funny. When I was covering the Sixers, and you're on the road all the time or whatever, and you have to call the office about a story going in. I got an editor, a female editor, who was a very much of a beer snob when I was with the Sixers in like the like 2013. And I was out at a bar and I called to make sure my story was OK. And she's like, where are you? And I said, oh, just out grabbing dinner and a beer or whatever. 
It's like, what kind of beer? I said, I don't know, just a Miller Lite. She goes, oh, my God, that's gross. I said, what are you talking about? She goes, you travel all over the country. Try the different beers in the uh -huh. different cities that yeah. you're in. Right. And I started to do that. And instead of, like, drinking, you know, two or three Miller Lights, I would have one or two IPAs or whatever it was. Right. And you get a taste for it. So I really do like to go out and try different IPAs all the time. Nice. Nice. That's I, awesome. gotta, I gotta applaud that, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, we're drinking IPAs now. Yeah. What is this, Mike? So I I forget what that, I just this one it. was. I just it was the, it. So the one before it was the Hazy Acres. That was uh, my wife and I went to uh, New Hope. It's uh this is. <laughs> and we we got Hazy an IPA. Acres. Yeah. By who? No, it was uh, no, it was it was a um. What, it was it Hazy Acres? You don't remember the, where the fuck um, you went? Yeah, Mike. Like what the fuck? I, I don't remember the brewery's Jesus name. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, this, is, this is, I hate to be a prude here, but I got my kids sitting around. So uh, if we so, could just sorry, watch sorry. the line. You got oh, sorry, bro. That's, you know, that's yeah. all. You got, no. We got Kane Bruin. I'm sitting in my kitchen, and I got my family all hanging uh, out. Sorry. <laughs> we got Kane no, Bruin Bob. Head High. I apologize, Bob. Head High, it's called. Oh, I've had that. I've had Head High yeah? before. Yeah. It's pretty good. So I've had that. I'm more of, I, I like the lighter, I, like the lighter IPA. I'm not a heavy, heavy IPA guy. I'm the same way. I'm the side, like I'm not a big oh, right? beer, yeah I'm not a big beer drinker I'm more of like like a rum like a liquor drinker right um but I like a beer here and there I like the hazy ones but I don't like them real hazy right like, like right. I don't want to taste the hops in the aftertaste you don't want to taste Jimi Hendrix is that exactly what you're to say? Right. here you go Bob I, you can't see it it's Hazy Acres here, IPA it right it's here. Great Barn Brewery. Great barn. Great barn, it's called. Look at that can. That's a pretty wild. Oh, okay. I th you know what? I think we've gotten some of them in the office before. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good one. You guys put them we, back uh, after the Evil show, don't Genius you? Evil Genius has a couple of really good. Uh, Evil Genius, uh -huh. we've hooked up with a couple of times. Sure. They've got some good ones. Uh, Tonewood is a place here in Jersey uh, that has some really good IPAs. Uh, oh, okay. If you guys want to check that out, too. Yeah. Double Nickel is another one over Double here. Double Nickel's good. Sure. Yeah. 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 Brewery. Yeah. Yeah. Double Nickel's excellent. Stay there. All right. Yeah, Double Nickel has some good. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They have some good uh, good. Yeah, Cape May's not bad, too. Well, when I worked was working part-time at the liquor store, um, Cape May Brewery, I never had it. Oh, um, I like Cape May Brewery a lot. My wife and I went to Cape May this summer and actually went to Cape May Brewery. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, like I said, I was working uh, part-time at a liquor store. Um, again, I never had it, but that stuff flew off the shelf. Yeah? yeah? It flew off. You couldn't keep it in stock, man. All right, here's one that I had. I got from the office. Wrong Crowd Beer Company from Westchester. Hmm. Seasonal Chicken. Seasonal, Seasonal chicken. chicken. That's awesome. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah, we got. they gave us each like a 12-pack of this. Huh. I still had one in the refrigerator. So That's awesome. You might have to open it. Yeah, you might right. have to. Go. You might have to. When yeah. in Rome, right? Yeah. So I, I, That's I, right. I was going to say, oh, um, Pulse, uh, Mark Polsky said, Cape May's Double Reach is really good. He just said. Okay. So. Uh, did I have? I think familiar. I have had Devil's Reach. Sounds familiar. Yeah, I think I've had that. Speaking Cape of May, beers, uh, can you give me that Voodoo Ranger out of the... Voodoo Ranger? Yeah, I'll get your Voodoo Ranger. Yeah. There's a lot of good ones out there. So, so Bob, do you guys, you guys like, you know, on a Friday, you guys get done the show at 10... You guys get after it a little bit afterwards? You know, <laughs> a couple beers? Uh, no, not usually. So no? think of our crowd. Kincaid, you know, Kincaid's an old man, so he's got to, you know, just go home. Um, Damn. <laughs> uh, Jamie and Pat both have young kids, so they got to get back to that after yeah. a long week. And, oh, I didn't uh, know, I didn't know uh, Pat had a, had a kid recently. 
Yeah, he doesn't like to talk about his personal life. Yeah, I know Jamie did, but yeah. Yeah, Jamie's got two little ones now. So. Yeah. yeah, he just yeah. had one not too long ago, right? Yeah, yeah he's daddy duty all day long. But yeah. yeah, I'm the you know I'm the old soul of the crowd, so I got you know I have older kids, so I come home, chill out, relax, and like today was great. My wife, my wife and I texted during the show, and we were like, let's go to a uh, happy hour tonight. So that's what we did, and that's awesome. Uh, took one of our sons with us, and um, yeah, so it was. Uh, Fridays are the best day of the week, as you guys know. Yeah. yeah. Does, does John travel back to Atlanta every weekend? Not every weekend, but okay. yeah, he goes uh, quite a bit. Probably, okay. uh, I would say, like you know, a couple times every six weeks or okay. so. So it's a short yeah, flight, it, at least. It's unbelievable what he's done to come up here, run a show, be away from his wife and his daughter, and and uh, yeah. yeah, all that entails. I can't even imagine. You know, I'm a father. That's of four. tough. Yeah. And I, I traveled a lot with the Sixers, as you guys know. I sure. couldn't imagine being away from the family as much as he has been. And it's uh, it's tough. It's But he's yeah. done a great, great job. And they'll be up here soon. His daughter's going to Temple uh, oh, nice. starting, you know, next September. So, oh, yeah. That's, great. that's my alma mater, TU. Yeah, that'd be there good. There you go. That's yeah, awesome. That's awesome. So, um, yeah. I want to get back to the Sixers here. My other yeah. question I was going to ask you, Bob, Um. We all know they still have a little shortcomings, but we I think we all are legitimately feeling they're going to address them in, in the buyout market, right? Hopefully. They better. You're right. Yeah, right. need to. Um, so that being said, they, they address their needs in a buyout market. Your legitimate expectations. Are they a legit title contender? Not unless they shore up that bench. I, I'm really big on that. And I, I got a lot of uh, feedback on that. Um, you know, people tweeting in twi- and, and, and on our uh, YouTube page about uh, bench doesn't matter come the playoffs. You know, you only play eight guys. Okay. Not it matters if, if six, seven, and eight are a major drop-off from one through five. Right. Like, I, I'm convinced of that. The people that I've talked to in the NBA throughout my years covering it, you, you can't go into a playoff with your bench being a liability. And right now it is for the Sixers. You know, Harden's going to come in, and what do you do? Do you put – like something really telling happened the other night against Milwaukee, as great of a win as it was, and it was, and I'm not taking anything away from it. Doc Rivers lost confidence in Matisse Seibel. He did. Yeah, he 15 played him minutes. minutes, and that was it. That, he played yeah, him 15 minutes. I thought he got hurt. Like, yeah. I seen the box score. I didn't watch the game. Did. I thought he got hurt. If what? I thought he got hurt. I didn't. I I didn't watch the game. I saw. I looked at the box score, and then when he had 15 minutes, I'm like, so. he yeah. was a minus 14 in 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah, like he put him in later in the game. You know, when they needed a defense, offense, defense type of thing, he put him back in. So if he was hurt, I I didn't. I don't know. Matisse Thybul took one shot again in 15 minutes. Like he doesn't have any confidence in himself offensively. He plays defense as good as his defense is. If you he plays an aggravating – he plays what I called the other day on the show, guys. I called it – he plays a um, uh, a bench defense, mm-hmm. which is if I'm a starter, I know I can't get six fouls in the 35 minutes that I play. If I'm a reserve, mm-hmm. I can play helter-skelter for 20 minutes, and if I get four or five fouls, who cares? It doesn't right. matter. Right. He plays a defense where he doesn't stay in front of his man anymore. He feels more comfortable – trying to get a steal if the guy gets in front of him or he gets behind the guy, then he likes to try to block the ball from behind, strip him from behind. So you'll see his steals and his blocks be up. 
but it's not really great defense. And I think that's what Doc was getting upset at the other night was he doesn't shoot and he's letting guys get in front of him, which leads to if I'm a, if I'm a perimeter defender and I let a guy beat me off the dribble, well, who's my defense back there? Right. Joel Embiid. Yeah, I mean, and if you're putting him in a position to get in foul trouble himself because you're not staying in front of a guy, I can't afford to have you on the court. Yeah. So unless they shore up that back end, uh, title contender, I think they can go to the Eastern Conference Final. James Harden and Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris, my God, and Tyrese Maxey, they should. But unless they shore up the back end, I don't have confidence in a George Niang, a Danny Green, a Furkan Korkmaz, a Shake Milton. Man, what to happened be to Danny trust guys Green? Off the bench. You know, it's funny, Bob, because last week we had this pretty, pretty much I had the same conversation because after the trade was made, I was like, that's great, but you just lost, you know, a couple pieces to your team here that you were going to depend on. And we had an argument. I forget who it was. Someone on the on the comment thing here was like, well, they don't. you don't need a bench. It's the same thing. You don't need a bench to play. So I'm like, have you seen Doc Rivers coach in the playoffs? Like, you need a bench. He uses his bench now, me, a little bit less than he does in the regular season, but he still uses his bench quite a bit in the playoffs. Now, me, and, and the thing is, is that, like, and it might not be the same team, but right after – uh, the Nets traded for James Harden. They traded a hell of a lot more than the Sixers did. And sure. they ended up getting Blake Griffin and, Lamar- and Lamarcus Last Aldridge. Last year, yeah. And in the buyout market. So I thought that, like, I'm thinking that there's got to be guys that want to come to the Sixers when the buyout market hits. So- oh, I, I yeah. I, I absolutely think it's a destination. Whether, whether Daryl Morey goes after them or not is the question. Now, he's come out. I had sources telling me, and now I think Maury's come out in different interviews saying he just wants to go after a big, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that makes me cringe. Yeah, I, I, I need a score guy coming off the bench. Now, I think they're going to go after the guy Enos Cantor, Enos Freedom now. Oh, is that I think that's guy? the guy that they're targeting to be the backup to Joel Embiid or whatever. But I, I need some kind of infusion with that second unit. Garn now, Drogic. if they decide to put Tyrese Maxey in that second unit, but – play him starter minutes. Right. You follow what I'm right. saying? Yeah, Maybe yeah. he doesn't. And, and it, like, my mind goes a million different ways. Maybe the most you get out of Danny Green is by starting him. Okay, you start Danny Green, and you have James Harden out there, Joel Embiid, and 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 Tyrese Maxey, and you have, you have fast stuff going. Well, maybe not Tyrese Maxey. But you have, you have fast stuff going, and you can get Danny Green started by – um, you know, James Harden going that straight line dribble and then well, kicking Well, Shake Milton's fast, right? I mean, you can throw Shake Milton in, right? Instead of Tyrese. Right, yeah. So you have to – Doc Rivers has to figure out how to get the most out of everybody. You can't just bring Danny Green off a bench in the second unit and say, okay, stand in the corner and score because you don't have the right amount – you don't have the right kind of people with that second unit right. that can set him up to be a Yeah, like if Danny corner. Green is your, bet, the, your best scoring option in the second unit um, – well, That's I mean, not good. It's not Danny good, huh? Green seems like he fell off. Does he miss Simmons or what is what's going on? With, like, did he? Just oh, there it fast? is, right there. That's exactly what he misses. Well, he Matisse Thybul might miss Simmons too because Matisse Thybul, when he wasn't the best defender, could roam like that and be more effective. Yeah, uh, look, Ben Simmons can get a rebound and and go. And Danny Green knew how to run down the floor. The best thing Danny Green does in his career is he runs down a floor, he finds an opening, mm-hmm. he stands there, catches and shoots, and he's right. got a quick release, and, and there it is, boom. When you don't have that fast outbreak stuff, it's not there. Right. Okay. Now, with James Harden, you might have that again. 
You think, yeah, James Harden's a good rebounder, and he will rebound and go. So maybe, yeah, yeah that'd be good. Yeah, if he get that and, and Harden's a good facilitator. He might be able to get it down. Right. That might help out. And he's going to draw the same attention that Ben got with a full head of Actually, steam. more so. Well, yeah, even oh, so. Imagine yeah. being a great outside shooter, and you have Joel Embiid on the floor. Right. You, have, you have James Harden on the floor. And then you have a Tyrese Maxey that's running around like a like a fast bug all over the place that can get by people. Yeah. If I'm a three-point shooter, I can stand and catch and shoot. That's 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 a dream to me. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think? We were talking about this a little bit before you came on the show. What do you think? And and we love Maxi. Um, but you know, one of the things about Maxi has been that he's kind of deferred to Embiid too much earlier. Now he seems to be kind of coming into his own. But now you're adding Harden to the dynamic. Does does Maxi? step away from the spotlight or did he do you think that he has enough confidence to say no i'm i'm a big part of this team now i'm gonna get mine too or does he kind of defer more than he should i think it's a little of both but here here's the key here he's not going to get as many shots obviously james harden's coming in getting 25 shots right here's the thing Joel Embiid has been encouraging Tyrese Maxey. You guys have seen it yeah. all year long. Dude, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, shoot the ball. The other night you watched James Harden on the bench saying this, the exact same thing. Yep. You saw James Harden come in with his first practice, and he and Tyrese Maxey are working together. I, I think it's a case where they're like, look, dude, we need you to be this helter-skelter, go, go, go type of guy. We're the scorers. We're the team. But you still keep being you because it's only going to help us also. So – it's kind of both of what you said. I think it's an interesting dynamic of how it's going to play out. And I think Tyrese Maxey is a perfect fit, off fit, of two superstars, along with, with Tobias Harris, that it's like, oh, yeah, here's this guy that can just drive all over the place and outquick everybody. Yeah. And there he is. You yeah, know? it's, it's going to be right. tough. Like I'm excited, like, Bob. Yeah, I'm really like, excited. Yeah. Number one, when like you're going against this team, number one, you're worried about Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. And how does Joel Embiid, like, you, you're not able to contain him. How does that turn into James Harden doing what James Harden does? And then, right. you know, I think this is going to benefit to- Tobias Harris so much. He's finally where he should be, your third option. Um, Even though he's been he's been good, but he's going to be your third option. Tobias Harris is your third option. It, it, I'll take it. it. And then behind yep. that, you have this budding young star who runs around like a friggin' Energizer bunny. Mm-hmm. And, right. You know, like he's so much energy. He's all over the court. Like, and Bede hasn't man. had a score like this since Butler was here. And Harden's no, Jimmy Butler know. even wasn't this. No, yeah, he had, he's never had a score. No, 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 like no. no, this no, no. I'm not him. saying. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying to any bit of level. Oh, yeah. I got you. I'm not saying you. he's the same guy. No, right. I'm saying any right. a, sure. another sure. score like. Uh, and Harden closer. is since, since word, and, and closer right. is huge, yeah. and they were a triple like doink closer. away from going yeah. to the NBA Finals. Oh, Eastern Finals anyway. They would no, have they were, the they, would, they would have won it uh, that year. Come they, on, I, you know that's the same thing as oh, only if Alshon Jeffrey would have caught that pass against the Saints, they were going to Super Bowl. Again. Well, maybe they were. Come on, <laughs> maybe is the word. Donovan, I can't. St- I, I'm sorry. Barber. I hate that argument. Like oh, only so you hate revisionist history, and I hate looking too far into right. the future. And, uh, so uh, I'm right in revision- between, we all know what we're talking about. Revisionist history is that Julio Jones catches the pass, and the Eagles now win the Super Bowl. Right? 
Yeah. Well, oh well, God, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that's the only or, matter or of the interception right there? before halftime. Right. Right. Why you gotta go right. there? Well, I mean, so, you can play Bill's best career play. Why you gotta go there? Come on, man. So Bob, so it's interesting. So I I did want to talk about it for a second. Um. Because I wanted to bring that back up, and then we changed the subject. But uh, talking about the Matt Stafford, not necessarily about the Matt Stafford thing, but in general, you got a great point with that. Because in society now, and social media, and all, we're always focused on Hall of Fame. Is he a Hall of Famer? Is Chase Sully a Hall of Famer? Is Ryan Howard going to be a Hall of Famer? Because he had five great years in a row. And and, and in the end, who like do we it doesn't really, matter? Do we doesn't really matter. care if that player is a Hall of Famer or that's not? Like, that's a good point. Like, did, did like we did we, we all don't get anything out of it. Like, did what we, do we all care? enjoy the run that Ryan Howard went on? Yes. Do we all enjoy? So that? I don't care if he's a Hall of Famer or not. Did we all enjoy watching Allen Iverson for as long as he was here? Sure. Did we enjoy that? Um, Cliff Lee. I did enjoy, we enjoy yo, Shane Victorino, I enjoy, Jimmy Rollins? I enjoyed like, Coy Detmer for a year. Yes. <laughs> the with like, Jay Feely. <laughs> Jay Feely. Yeah. Like, it is true. Yeah. It, Bob has a really good point with that because it's like we get so what? caught up in that. Ryan Howard, Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, they've been done for a while now. Mm-hmm. We want to debate that. That's fine now. I don't yeah, know why yeah, we yeah. have to do yeah. it while guys are having a career. It doesn't let them finish their career. Let it play yeah. out. Who, yeah. who cares? You <laughs> Here's know, the it, ultimate. It, it, <laughs> this yeah, is, to me, it's, it's it, an unsaid it, joke. It doesn't matter. And if we're going to talk about those three guys, yeah. Rollins, Utley, and uh, and Howard, yeah. to me, Jimmy Rollins is a Hall of Famer. But yes. that's I agree, the other two aren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they are either. And that's I, not a slight on them. They had right. great careers. I, I just think that. Jimmy Rollins' numbers and his defensive play they could warrant pair, Hall of Fame. They compare to Ozzy Smith. Hundred percent agree. Who's with that. probably the best shortstop yeah. ever? So like, I, yeah, I agree with that. So yeah, the other question that we we were debating a little bit is. Um, Joel Embiid's year this year, how does it compare to uh, Iverson's MVP year? Hmm. It's interesting. Um, You know, Iverson, I brought this up on the the show today, not about Iverson, but about Embiid. Um, He's carried this team this year. Like, think about it. You you took away an all-star. You took away a a defensive player of the year almost. You took away a guy that led your team in, in assists. Uh, a huge part of your team, and Joel Embiid still has them in contention for number one seed. Uh, Iverson, and they're still looking to see how to build a team around Embiid. Iverson, I don't want to say did even more than that, but took them to a finals with probably less talent than what Joel Embiid has, and that's not a slight on Embiid. It's just a different time, a different, I don't know. It's... So you think, that Iverson had less, you think Iverson had less talent than in B? I completely agree. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Iverson, I mean, had, a, Iverson had Eric Snow and Aaron McKay. Yeah, there was no, there was no Tobias Harris on that team. There was, there was Takembe Matumbo who was an yeah, all star. He was forty six years old. Well, at the you time. had you had Theo Ratliff for most of that year until you traded him for Dikembe, and you yeah. got Dikembe but, because you thought you were going to go to the finals and he could defend Shaquille O'Neal. Right, right, right. You know. Like, yeah, look, you had George Lynch, like all the guys you guys said, George Lynch, Eric Snow, you had Tyrone Hill, Rajab Bell. Yeah. I mean, Bell, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the yeah, one that's coaching know. in. Um, incredible. The one that's coaching in, uh, oh, where's he? Um, Willie Green. Oh, I forgot yeah. about Willie, Willie Green. Willie Green. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like so your your, be, your best player. With, that team, yeah. Yeah. 
What wasn't he? Wasn't Willie Green? I, don't, I think I don't he think was... Willie Green was with that 01 no, team. He but wasn't whatever. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean maybe so. maybe he played like a year or two later. Let's just Iverson, swap, Iverson, swap him in anyway. Yeah, Iverson's next yeah. best player was Aaron next best other than next best scorer scorer was Aaron McKee. And he came yeah. off the bench. Yeah. I mean, look who you had at center. You had Matt Geiger and, and uh, McCulloch. You know, it was just a who's who. What they tried to do was just surround him with a bunch of role players, guys that could rebound, defend, and get Allen Iverson the ball. Right. And, you know, with Joel Embiid, I think, yeah, you have a much more talented, but that doesn't mean what Joel Embiid is doing now isn't as impressive right. as what Allen right. Iverson did. We we kept Bob so. quite a quite a bit tonight. I, I got Yeah, you did. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. I gotta wrap it up. Yeah, I got I got one more for you, Bob. Um, so you guys, All right, what do you got? You guys on the show, uh, you guys played a clip um, about there you know, with Darren Morey on Colin Cowherd's podcast, basically saying what he got in a trade before he made the deal with Harden, the offer he was trying to make, and and the player that we don't know who it was was for two number ones and wasn't up to the level that he felt was worth two number ones, you know. Do, so based on that and based on the offer that was reported from Sacramento, um, you know, if you would have given up less to maybe round out your bench, uh, just I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Say All right, give me names. Say that Sacramento deal was, was real. Buddy Heald. Halliburton. Halliburton. Two and you're, first. And you're, and you're I think getting, I know the answer. He said it earlier. Get, I think he's not Yeah, I answer. agree. And you're getting two first back, and you're giving up a lot less. Would you have, would you have felt a little, like I don't know like a little bit better about the team's chances with that because your bench no. is a little bit better? No, okay. no, I, I like no, I just don't. I, I, I'm I'm a known commodity guy. I'd rather have the known commodity than uh, oh this guy could be something. Mm-hmm. And look, Joel Embiid's 27 years old <laughs> now. He's hitting prime time for an NBA big man from what i've been told by many people throughout the league that that's when big men hit their prime is 26 27 yeah you bring in like a halliburton a a guy that's 22 23 and you're going to look to grow with him i i think like i said earlier a great point by mike missanelli on our on our airways get the best you can get and that's what they did and and that's where i was at that's where i was at um last week when it first happened sean was a little worried and for that reason, like he, he thought that the the Kings trade made you better, like in essence, more balanced. I felt like it made it more balanced. Yeah, and my my point was, I love the fact that they went all in. Like with his injury history, the things that were going on, I think you got like a three year window here with Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, and maybe and, even and, more, showing now that he right, can stay healthy, right. maybe even more. And yeah, Harden Harden was. The, the the best way you could have maximized your opportunity right now with Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. This why, was the best trade right. you could have made. Yep. That's opinion. why I right. was all in. Yeah, Bob, yeah. I'm championship so. or bust. I, I'm all in. I think I think they would. I think they're better than Milwaukee. I feel that they do something in the buyout market. I feel they're better than Milwaukee. I, I don't know. I just that's I the key. Got to see what happens in the buyout. Yep. yep. Bob, we thank you so much. Cheers, We, we Bob. cheers to you, sir. Thanks so much, man. Can, can we can we make a pact that next time we have you on, it'll be in person? 
You got it. Come on out to the house. You're more than welcome. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> we're hanging out at your place. We'll we can, do, we can we'll, work that out. We can work that out. You guys bring it here. That's fine with me. I'll bring all the booze and the furniture and stuff you have. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring all this stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll do that. We could do Sean's that. got equipment to go remote. We've done it. All right, let's do it in the summer. We'll sit out by the pool. Right. Absolutely. Done Bob, deal. it's a date. There we go. <laughs> Absolutely. I will never give you my address, but if you find me, so be it. Oh, all right. <laughs> Bob, uh, just, just give all us right, a guys, be good. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, Bob, thank you so thank much, you so Bob. much really Bob. appreciate Bob. it. Take care, man. All right. Be good. All right. Bob Cooney on the show. <laughs> I'll never give you my address. Yes, sir. So you invited to do it. Never mind. Hey, Remember when we were talking to Jason Martinez? It was a few months back. And Ryan says, well, come to your house. He said, you motherfuckers ain't coming to mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that Martinez who said that? Yeah, Martinez. Martinez said it. Did he say that? Yeah. yeah. Motherfuckers yeah. ain't coming to my house. He's right. I felt bad Bob had kids in the room. Well, yeah. yeah, I didn't. We, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, it's what we do. He was cool with it. Yeah, he's like, hey, you guys. just Can you just take, can you put it in check? Yeah, good thing I didn't want to play this. I'm going to get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. I was that close from playing that, and I was like, I might as well not do that. Um, it's in my ass. Fuck, man. Fuck, shit. I love Hulk Hogan. Shit. I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. I love Hulk Hogan, dude. Like '80s wrestling, the promos were the best, dude. They were the best. Uh, our brother, son. brother, brother. What you gonna do, brother? <laughs> so let's. Uh, oh, so yeah. Bob was all over the place. Does he want to come here? Are we doing the show there? Yeah, he wants us to go there. He doesn't want to leave. We'll, yeah, we'll you know, he'll get hammered with us because he could stay at home. Yeah, we'll yeah. just go to his place. We'll get hammered and we'll die on the way home. Yeah. yeah. Where does he live? Sicklerville, right? Yeah. Sickler. Yeah, Sickler. You know what they have a lot in, in Sicklerville? Horses. Horses. <laughs> there are a lot of horses there. I've never seen a horse in Sicklerville. <laughs> so, the fuck, dude? Somebody's got to make a smash burger. <laughs> dude, I... <laughs> Yeah, you ever see a horse when he's in heat? No. A big bouncing cock. His cock's dragging on the ground. A big cock. Yo, yo, his cock's like this. It's like. "Mm." It's It's a unicorn. And you get yo. You see him come out. (laughs) Fuck with my ass, man. Shit. <laughs> and then afterwards, you're like, Gary, Gary had behaved for so long that now, like that, the 15 minutes where he has to behave is over. Yeah, it, it's just, yeah. Yo, when Bob Cooney was on. He said, "I got kids here," and Sean said, "Yo, Gary, be nice." All right. So I, he I, has I, so much pent up aggression yeah. right now. He has <laughs> to no, let it. <laughs> Big old horse cock. Uh. Needed two thrusts to get it in. Sean, can you get, so, get us a beer? You're an asshole. <laughs> I just got you a beer. Oh, I didn't know. You're so, an asshole. Why are you um, But you love it. Uh, all right, so real, let's recap, re, recap. Let's recap the Super Bowl real quick. I got to pee. Let's talk about the halftime show, talk about the Super Bowl real quick. We talked about Matthew Stafford winning. But what about the, what about the game itself? If you out to the halftime show, you should probably schedule your colonoscopy. It's true. 
Yeah. I got to be honest, guys. I was really excited about tonight's show. I had ants in my pants, but you know what's worse than, worse than ants in the oh, pants? I'll tell you what. Uncles. <laughs> and 50 Cent became a dollar. <laughs> so you're saying that 50 Cent got fat? That fat motherfucker. No, I got him one. I give him Leave head. it. Leave it. We'll drink it. Well, I'll drink no. it then. Hey, you can finish this one. Right. He just got more diesel. No, he's fat. Yeah, I mean, you know, the metabolism slowed down a little bit. Well, he's fucking almost 50. Is 50 cent almost 50? 50 almost 50. 50 almost 50. I think you owe me three 50. I thought you were getting smoked. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot. Jesus. So, uh, <laughs> Pulsey City's dying. Um, so, uh,. Yeah, I, I, the game itself, I, I, um, both game. This is, it was all right. It was it, weird. It was you know, like, it should have been a, like it was a three point game where there was a touchdown under two minutes that took the lead to win the game. But it didn't seem like it was because we were fucking spoiled by the other games. I think you're right. Like it was still a good game though, but it was like, eh, this is all right. I know. Like, like the, yeah, the, the, I'm just calling the lines, <laughs> Stafford. <laughs> Yeah, Stafford takes the, the Rams all the way down, scores a touchdown. You're like, oh, it's a cup, right? It wasn't a cup to score to win a yeah. touchdown. You know, and it's like, oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah, he won the MVP. Yeah, like, oh, man, it's just, this is crazy. And the Bengals had a chance, and and, uh, and they made, you know. Um, Pooper slop. <laughs> Pooper slop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the defense makes two big plays, obviously. They're the best, probably the best defense player in the game, Aaron Donald, makes two major plays on third and fourth right, down. And. Um, dude, by the way, I gotta be Did honest. Did you hear the refs and all the shit that went on? No, they were talking about the the, the last play. Donna was offside. They were talking about the the holding call on third down and long, which was probably legit. <sighs> wasn't really a holding call on Cooper Cup. They were what, talking about what about the call at the beginning of the third quarter that led to a, a long touchdown by Higgins, where he face masked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He gave him right. a face. So yeah. I don't want to hear right. these calls. I, I don't want to hear that. Sean, you're 100% right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah people are like, oh, you know, there was, there, they missed this. And I'm like, what about a blatant touch that led to a legit touchdown? Yeah, 85 yard touchdown. It was changed. Yeah, like, game. Yeah. it changed. I'll yeah. say this. The game was in hand da, 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 da. at that point. That's the motherfucking DOG. So, yeah, halftime. That was pretty cool. Huh. <laughs> that was a, that was a good uh, that was a good halftime yeah. show, man. They, Mary, they, Mary J. Blige with her fuck me boots. Yeah, it was good, man. Dude, they gotta find a new outfit for her, by the way. Why? She looked like I'm a steel yeah. line from a. What just what just spin her from Ryan? No, she looked like cottage cheese yes, wrapped in. You wrapped would in, still spin her. Stop lying. No, no. Yes, she would. Mary J. No, she yes, she, she did nothing for me. She knocked on the door with her shit. Nah, yes, you would. No, nah, she never did anything. Stop lying, Sean. You're a liar. Nah. You're a liar. We know Ryan would. You're a liar. Yeah, I'm Ryan out. Looks... All right, I'm yeah, a liar. You're a liar. Okay, I'm a liar. Yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, she's not, get, she's not getting you erect. Mary J. Blige, no. Yeah. No, she does nothing yeah. for you. She never has. Come she's on, never done anything man. for me. Sorry. All right, so moving on. The fuck me boots, bro. They did yeah, nothing. Come on, They did nothing on. for me. The fuck me boots. All right, he said no. No means no. Darren, Darren, no means no. No means no. Oh, yeah. Fuck me, yeah. Flick that bean, yeah. Using sweet dish every day. Keep that skunky cunt away. That's my answer. That's my answer. That's my answer. 
So the show itself was kind of um, <laughs> the show itself was kind of. Why does he take the headphones off? I don't I, understand. I'm glad it was kind of plain. Like they didn't do too much like crazy stuff. They kind of left it plain Jane. Like there's a white, you know, white houses and some cars and you know. They so the car didn't bounce. No, no, that's fine. But they didn't do like a laser light show or mirrors. He's mm. caught in a mirror maze and mm. like that was nothing stupid. <clears throat> he didn't come from the stadium. It was here we are. Let's perform. Except for Fifty Cent hanging from the scene, but still, it wasn't was, nothing. It, it wasn't, wasn't really any, anything. Yeah, it wasn't anything like there wasn't explosions. There was nothing stupid, right? It was just this is us. We're performing, and I appreciated that. I thought it was good. I thought like they did a nice job. Huh? You don't like it? What are you talking about? You don't like the halftime show? What? The, are you listening to me? Oh my god! I just said I fucking liked it. What's the matter with Stop you? Stop cursing! It was twenty at me. minutes of a, like you, you spent like the last three minutes talking about how how, how, you great, the how show, good it was, and he said you don't like it. Now, do I put it in the top? Because there was people like that was the best halftime show ever. No. Like, you clearly missed Michael Jackson back in '93. Prince like, was really good. Prince was really good. The Who was really good. Dude, Patty I, was good. Dude, I hate, I hate Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> what the fuck's he doing? I hate Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen put on a great halftime show. He's making all this noise. I can't stand him, but he put on a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you said, Prince put on a fan. What the fuck are you dropping? He's dropping ice. He's dropping ice all over the place. What the fuck are you doing? Ryan's trying to come down the steps and dude, he's fucked up. Dude, he's dropping ice out of his pants. What are you doing? That's a tripping hazard. You couldn't have got a cup? Jesus, he's carrying Christ. ice in his hand, dropping all over. It's probably cold as shit too. Yeah. What's the matter with you? God. Yeah. I say that's enough. Oh my! Put it in the. Oh yeah, here. You guys are fucking animals. Man, everyone. You think so? you He's our animal. Nobody. Yeah, give me some. Uh, Peter, Dave Peterson said they couldn't do a lot of Why crazy. Why are you giving ice in your beer cup? I don't know. <laughs> Peterson said they couldn't do a lot of crazy shit because Snoop Dogg got everyone. I thought stoned. you showed up late. You shouldn't be this drunk yet. You saw the uh, video, uh, the video of Snoop Dogg before the show. Oh yeah, he was yeah, getting, getting ready. Yeah, getting ready. Yo, can I have some beer? I just gave you one. No, you didn't. It's right here. He throws out. I got a show to do. You fuck. Yeah, you're Yo, put it in the ice. He is going to put it in the ice. All right. It's time for why you were drunk. Jesus Christ. I am not drunk, man. She's trying to make me drunk. It's time to catch up on some things you may have missed. Do you think a six-pack is, is acceptable? While you were drunk. I'm drunk and I love cats. What more do you need to know? Adrian Peterson was arrested on a plane. Give me a switch, boy. <laughs> I didn't, is there like a video or anything? Or do, no, I, I so, didn't see the report of this. So Adrian Peterson was arrested, came off the plane, domestic abuse, saying he hit his wife. The wife, however, has come out and said he never laid a hand on me. Oh, really? Yeah, this was like, what, what are you doing with your headphones? Why are you throwing your headphones? I'm not throwing them. Oh, you can't hear what's going on. No, okay, sure, I was picking up my wires so I didn't trip, that's all. The wire's on the bar. Okay. No, it wasn't on the bar. I told, so, you me- anyway. I told you medium rare, you fucking whore. I just, you know what? I'm just proud of Gary for, for listening to Bob and not cursing. It's so yeah. good for you. I'm he proud had, of well, you. Well, he asked me not to. Yes. 
And I'm proud That's of good. you. Yo, That's perfect. Good. Adrian Peterson should be the spokesperson for Freshly.com. Freshly.com. Yeah, it's good stuff. Now, so, yeah, Peterson does what he does and uh, or did what he didn't do, whatever the case was, but he was arrested. Like, he did something. Yeah. You're not going to get arrested for nothing. No, no one's going to just no one's just going to put cuffs on you as you come off a plane for doing nothing. And then the report is immediately domestic Listen, abuse I'm, I'm to his wife. I'm not saying any of this is justified. Did he push her? Yeah, what maybe he pushed her. What did she do to him? No. Would, would he get arrested for pushing her? What did she do to him? It's assault on a plane. It's a federal... Look, I'm right, tired right. of these motherfucking assaults yeah, but, on this motherfucking plane. But if he pushed her, would he be in handcuffs? Well, if he did it uh, on a plane, probably. Pushed on a plane? And yeah, then you uh, got to contain a situation immediately. Plus, you got the perfect alibi. Airplane. It's he slipped. Airplane. I fell. I fell on your dick. <laughs> she fell. She fell, huh? That's my story. <laughs> uh, Van Peterson uh, won the Super Bowl for the Rams and then immediately had a baby. She accidentally yeah, slipped. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, he, he won she a Super Bowl. slipped. You fell on her dick. Had her gut. Yeah, you know. Slip, <laughs> trip, fell. Accidentally stuck your dick in my wife. Had what are you going to do? Hey, hey, she, she fell. Yeah, she fell. She fell. What do you yeah, want from me? Yeah, that's my story. Savannah Jefferson, Super Bowl, and a baby I think right last after. Last night, I think I fucked the squirrel uh, to death. I don't even remember. Dude, that's pretty wild, though, man. Like, you, imagine winning, winning a ring. You're celebrating with your team, and then all of a sudden, like, you got a call. Like, your wife's just been rushed. Yeah, I got to go. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? He tells the daughters. Like, there's a video of him telling his daughters, like, what's going on? Mommy about to have your baby, your baby brother. What? Your mom, he's about to have your We got to go. And then he picks him up and just <laughs> takes off. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so, dude, awesome. you talk about, like, the what best a, nut of your life. Like, yeah, combined, like, what a, like, what a run of emotion. And then it got that, ruined dude. by the childbirth. <laughs> uh, speaking of the wait, <laughs> And you want to put wait. the... Hey, wait a minute. You, Why is she white? Hey, wait what a minute. What the hell's going on here? Matt! Matt! Hey! <laughs> you want to remember it forever, so you want to put the afterbirth in a baby food jar. Needed two thrusts to get it in. So that was Van Jefferson's story there. Um, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. That pig. So there was a commercial. Talk about it. <laughs> so there was a commercial <laughs> during a Super Bowl with a bunch of celebrities in it, right? It was for um, was it Uber Eats? The one that um, uh, Marshawn Lynch does. I was I here the yeah, whole right. time. It's, DoorDash, same, Uber it's Eats, one of those. Yeah, whatever. Gwyneth Paltrow is like, yeah, hey, I, I, I order from it too. And she's taking a, a, a drink. She, if you zoomed in, it's her vagina candle. Huh. Yeah. And they put it on the air that she's. She did that on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So she's drinking her vagina. There's that's some, awesome. Something kind of hot about that. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Why are you saying it's hot? Every day, keep that skunky cunt <laughs> Fucking Cutlass Supreme. Hey, come on, baby. <laughs> let's, let's go down Dude, the river. Dude, that's a... Let's go down the river. True story. Yeah, I, I still think that's... There's one on the... Pretentious. There's, there's one on the... There's pretentious? One on, Why? There's like, one on the table, and there's one in her mouth. Why? Gwyneth Paltrow? Gwyneth Paltrow is known as, like, the biggest snob bitch... Oh, like, wait a minute. Right, so she's known as that, so she's saying, fuck you. You fat bitch! You fat bitch! Hard, and you're not pounding it? Well, Look, let's a, not get it twisted. Yeah, that's a different that's topic. A different to- like, uh, well, 
Yeah, I'll still let him. Whoa, go. whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, 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 what? If you're seven, if you're if you're sticking your seven inch hard cock inside her, leave her alone. Dude, Don't, but you're, I'm not. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on. You call every fucking woman on the planet a fucking pig, and then you're gonna be like, whoa, 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 wait, you went too far. You of all people. Well, I didn't say she's not a pig. Well, then what are you saying? She's not related to me, so she's a pig. But I'm still going to sink my second-inch cock inside her. What, so what's your point? That I, I, I don't... I don't, I don't can, I'm not... I'm not, all right, I'm not I'll ask you guys to join me. What is he talking about? Yo, he's not 100% sure. No. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like kind of blind. First of all, he said... I'm I was, not judging You were upstairs. Oh, you were blaming Mary, you were blaming Mary J. Blige. I'm like, no, I'm not attracted yes, to Mary J. Blige. I've never been attracted yes, to Mary J. Blige, ever. I've... She's never done anything for me. So he started arguing with me, and I told him no, and he's arguing with me that I'm telling him no. And I'm like, I just told you no. And now he, the same thing's happening here. <laughs> all right, all right, so let's move on here. Dave Peterson said, what, what a great yeah. commercial. Well, I said, I said yeah, you would. You said yeah. you would. I said you yeah. like the thick girl, yes. so you, you yes. would be all right yeah. with that. Yeah. Right. Right. What a great commercial right. that Sopranos right. commercial was, was Meadow. Would you do that? <sighs> That's a great commercial. Uh, Which one? Bro. Oh, yeah, I thought it was good. It was bro. nice, dude. Will yeah. You shut the fuck. What are you? Are you still talking about this for two don't, minutes ago? Don't tell me to shut I just up. did. Don't tell me to shut up. I just did. Don't go outside. Yeah, Here, it's cold out. Here, hold my yeah, throw your headphones off. They're already off. So the uh, <laughs> the Sopranos commercial was great. I'm, I'm trying to do a show. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do a show. I don't know if they. Uh... It was great because they took the they took all the scenery <laughs> from the show and, and then I and thought it was that. cool, like a little yeah. bit of a, a um, and then all of a sudden it's like well, I'm plugging my car in and then the brothers. Well, I mean, I didn't, yeah, I didn't understand the unpl- I didn't understand what it had to do with a car. He said I got to plug the, my the, car in. The, the, the <laughs> brother and sister reunion was cool. Yeah, but they show up to where like like the re- at the restaurant where they had the last meal where. Uh, and then AJ, like the the not case, like I, I don't I'm know. Lost. What are you talking about? I, uh, I don't what know. Is, it what's the not case? AJ, what what is what the, he's talking? Because he was crazy. Yeah, he was well, lost. yeah, but I mean, he, I'm he, lost. He, he what recovered. He's all right now. Uh, he was crazy. Huh? Yeah, but I mean, I, I think that's the point. He got out of it, and now he's living a well-adjusted life. Yes, did I you did. fall asleep? No. Yeah, he's falling. No, I seen it where the, the fucking Jamie Lynn Singer met up with this cocksucking brother. And Sean, he's got Vito and the uh, sucking cock. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was awesome. So here's the real commercial. And it's those two together, and it's Vito in the car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> with the dude. Um, I had another story here, and I just deleted it. By, oh, uh, Ryan Zimmerman just retired. Yep. Dude. Philly killer. I thought he retired like five yeah, years ago. Dude, I, I honestly was watching a Nationals game with the Phillies last year, and they said at that, you know, pinch hitting one deck is Ryan Zimmerman. I'm like, what? And I was like, wait. Like, he's been in the league like fucking 16 years. I, that, that's insane. Wow. 16 years he played. I thought it was longer. Who's, who's the one that went to uh, the Angels? Rendon. Rendon? Oh, uh, Rendon? Yeah. He's not that old, though. No, he's only been in the league like eight years. Yeah. See, this is what I got. Oh, I didn't. All right. A little different. Than I was. Dave Peterson said, I liked it. It's a Sopranos reunion when Meadow is head of the family. Uh, Meadow's a pig. She's a head for See? Us. She's a head See? of God damn it. God damn it. You just, you just made his point. You just made his point. Meadow's smoking. And that's Lenny Dykstra's daughter-in-law. Be nice. She's an animal. Um, she takes it in the stinky. <laughs> 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 
I'm not getting money on anytime <laughs> soon. Jamie Lynn Segler <sighs> takes it in the peg. Hey, you're embarrassing yourself, you geriatric fuck! Geriatric uh, And Stefan Diggs. We got to talk about this story. This was. Uh, How did he get caught? So this story yeah, what is, just what, came what, out. I didn't hear the That on Valentine's Day, Stefan Diggs had two hotel rooms, one for his wife and one for his girlfriend. Oh, uh, one was his wife. Is his wife or two girls? Uh, if it's not his wife, maybe it's not married. Maybe it's two. I think it was two girlfriends. Oh, all right. He has two girlfriends. Two separate animals. Two separate rooms in the same hotel. And he's going from room to room, back and forth, all night during Valentine's Day. That's Where did he end up sleeping? How, like, how do you pull this I'm even, off? I'm not even mad. Like, that's... That's no, I mean that's MVP, Cal. But like, how do you pull it off, Mike? It don't matter. Well, if you you gotta got to ask her. If you got both animals to bust a nut, you're cool. No, like he probably pulled it off. Like, you're cool. It's gonna sound like a cliche. He's probably got. He's probably got a ten-inch dick, and he just knocked them both out. Yeah, I'll be right back. I gotta get right. a bucket of ice. Right, and he just knocked them both out. Yeah, but he had to sleep in one of the two rooms. What no, did he do with the other one? No, he did. A bucket of ice. What so do you mean? I, no, he didn't. No, he, he said, didn't. He said, "I'm going home." Right, like uh, I was up on the roof <laughs> drinking. Like it, it, he's stuff on digs. He's getting. You know what I mean, Mike? Like it, I, I, I guess. I well, mean, his, I, his, I'm his trying com- to understand. His cover's blown now because the story's out, so the girls know. Yeah, how did they? So he obviously didn't care. They probably didn't care. No, right, probably. right. So you're busted two knots. The night's over. Who cares? Right, like, I mean, if they didn't care, I get it. Uh, Which is. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe, out. maybe they both knew that. Right, like, they both just didn't care. They're like, all right, you, yeah, you, you, you busted right. two nuts. I'm on my way back to Compton. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, nobody knows what you're saying. You leave them pigs there in a the hotel. You place for a buffalo. I don't think he's going to Compton. <laughs> I don't know where he lives. I have no idea where he lives. Fucking buffalo. Dave Peterson said, "What a great Valentine's Day he had! More power to him." That's kind of how I like. Yeah, yeah I know. mean, look, if God bless him. Like, as long as he didn't do something stupid with one of them, like, a, you know what I mean? Yeah, no anal, and well, then well, put right. it the other, put it back no, in the other right. girl's mouth. And the other girl's story, mouth. Like, if he comes out, it's a story where like, <laughs> he's no like, "Yeah, I just fucked that other girl's in his. Now I'm gonna let her blow me first. <laughs> Why your dick tastes like shit? I don't know. I didn't watch today. Oh uh, yeah, I just played a tough game. You know, I just yeah. suck it. Yeah, yeah." Wait, yeah, I hit this one animal in her ass. I went two floors up, and she sucked the shit right off my dick. Wait, wait. <laughs> were they adjoining rooms? Yeah. I think they were adjoining rooms. Did you eat peanuts today? <laughs> What's going on here? Wait, that sounds, that tastes like my sister. <laughs> what See, the fuck? That would be even better if it was both sisters. Who don't like shit dick? So know. is the story, did the girls know? Do they know no, each they, other? They How know they now. They How do def- they find out? <laughs> Peter just said at least they didn't. He didn't beat her in an elevator. True. Yeah. That he is didn't true. Write, he didn't write voice her. No, that's true. Well, well, so she didn't argue with him. How did? Maybe they will now. How and, did? Uh, Instagram, Mike. He bought them both flowers, and both of them were posted. Oh, look how sweet he is. Oh, is that how oh. it was on Instagram? <laughs> Yo, Instagram's a cesspool. Ask the both. Ask Stefan Diggs. Thank you. Love you. Awesome. Love you, honey. <laughs> and eventually they, yeah. yeah. So they were Instagram pigs. Good for him, then. So he told the first pig, cool, I'll see you Monday. He told the other pig, I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Corner cut. That's pretty wild. Uh, I think it's time for Fuck You, Vinny. We haven't done this in a while. Hey, you didn't mention the one story in a while you were drunk. Which one? I'm sorry I'm not letting it go. The fucking goat. The Undertaker's going in the oh, whole I, thing. I had it written down. I, it, it, that's it one of the You're right. Yeah. 
You're right. He's going into the Hall of Fame, man, April 1st. I know we're not all the biggest wrestling fans, but. It only took him 36 years, Ryan. Rest well, he just retired. It's not that they weren't putting him in. He just retired. 36 yeah. fucking years. Yeah, he did. That's for, crazy yes. that he did it for 36 years. Yes. And he, like, he had to. Uh, whatever. How do you how do you wrestle at that level and Dude, take that brutal of a punishment at like sixty years old? Sting is sixty two and he's still doing did it. You see what he just did? Wait a minute. He flew from a thirty thirty uh, foot high thing onto a table. He's sixty two years old. Yeah, well, getting back to Mike's question, I mean, you know, PEDs are a lot different in wrestling, Mike. That it has something to do with it. Yeah, but it, it breaks you, your body down too, though. Yes, and you still got to put the work in, like. The Undertaker, for the last five, seven years he performed, he had a match at, at WrestleMania. Something would go wrong, and he would break something, tear something. He would have surgery, yeah. recover for five months, then train his ass off at close to 60 years old, and then come out and do it again at WrestleMania. You're not wrong, Ryan, but a lot of that is, is, is uh, the corporation. No, Garrett, I've watched documentary after documentary. Come I followed on, him his whole Come career. That, that's part of it. It's not part, part of, of it. It is part of it. Part Garrett, of what? Garrett, he was athletic and performed at that level for 36 years. But Right, so what means he's a part of, of your brand? But what are you what saying? What does that have to do with it? Yeah, like what do you mean? It is part of it. it is part of what? Your brand. Yes, but that doesn't mean that he's like. What is what does him being part of the brand have to do with the fact that at sixty years old, he's recovered from injuries and is putting his body out in ways that a sixty-year-old uh, can't. Right, like you guys, you guys ain't wrong. I just feel this should have been then done ten years ago. What Hall of Fame? Can't hear you. I understand. They that. don't in wrestling. They don't put you in the Hall of Fame it, until not, you retire. And plus the fact that it's not about when he got in the Hall of Fame. It's more celebrating his career now. Right. And the fact that he's done something that Rest no mortal person should be able to do at 60 years old. Come, come bury me. I'll show that motherfucker what I got. <laughs> oh, wait. You're going to take on Undertaker yeah, now? I'll, I'll body slam that motherfucker. Joe Fatan over here. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame for most interceptions in a game ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh Peterson said he had the best <laughs> entrance. He just called Dude. me Joe Fatan. Yo, yeah. so so Dude, Gary played. Gary played shit. one game on Thanksgiving. He threw more completions to the other team than he did his own team. Hold on, we still won that motherfucking game. No, you didn't. No, you we lost didn't. terribly. No, we lost. And Shaw was so angry. And we lost by a lot. No, we won. I scored five touchdowns. Win. I scored five touchdowns. It was only it was the only it five was, touchdowns no. we scored. And it was and it was Gary's run. only five completions. The other ten were to us. Yeah, the only reason why we, the only reason why we even got them because we had short fields because we picked because I picked the other passes off. Yeah, that's because um, your friends were ignorant, self-centered cocksuckers. They were. Undertaker had why the best. So you threw the interceptions on purpose. So you got, well, you got to throw the show on every fucking play. Well, get out there, and get open. I'll throw it to you. Undertaker had the best entrance of all the sports. You hear the bells and you just knew. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm playing against the. Are you sure it's not better than Hulk Hogan? I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. I love Hulk Hogan. No, I agree. Yet, Undertaker when the lights went out. Yeah, and no. you heard dong. I'm yeah, here. I'm leaving. No, you're not. Dong. No, you're not. You got a movie review. You got fucking smoke coming from everywhere. Fuck that movie review. All like kinds that. of fucking lights, dude. Oh man. It, 
No, that's not what I called you. I called you Joe Fat Tanner. <laughs> I call you uh, no, no, you called yourself a fat Joe Montana. Oh. Yes, you yes, did. You did. Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You said I'm a Joe Fat Joe Montana, stop, stop. and then it was stop. terrible. Well, stop yelling. Okay. Why do you have ice in your beer? <laughs> he He's got a no, no. He did it. We, I did not do it. You, you put said, ice in your own beer. You said let me get some ice for Ryan. <laughs> Jesus, you want a fucking flower too? And I told you that's a bad idea. Nobody puts ice in How beer. How about a lime? I'm still here. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Ben. Let's do it. Are you laughing at me? Oh, hold on. I got to get this together. Are you laughing at me? I was not playing. my piss out of you. <laughs> Just right after you take care of Undertaker, you can go on and yeah. smack the piss yeah. out of Ryan. He's got 45 Fuck you, Ben. 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 Where the fuck you been? been? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, so what's going on, man? So, uh, yeah, man. I got Skeletor himself, Tyrone Hill. Oh, we're oh, talking wow. about the, we're talking about the Sixers tonight That's interesting. too. So, uh, I, can't, I can't, I can't hear. So Tyrone Hill spent four years playing collegiately at Xavier University. In his last season, he averaged 20 points, 12 boards, shooting 58 percent from the field. The Golden State Warriors selected him with the 11th pick of the 1990 NBA. 1990. Dang, yes. goddamn, that's the year I graduated high school. So he played 90 to 93 for the Warriors, 93 to 97 for the Cavaliers, hmm. 97 to 99 for the Bucks, 99 to 01 for the Sixers. What oh. happened in 98? Well, how 97, we get... 98, 99. How do we get to that's this? Yeah, okay. How do we get yeah, but he said 01, right? Or, okay, go ahead. 99 and 01. Because he played for the Sixers. Sixers. Okay. How, how we got to talking about him? 01 to 03, played for the Cavaliers. 03, played for the Sixers again. They must have traded him back. I don't remember oh, that. Oh, I remember that? him being there for the second time. He, oh, really? He was a solid player the first time when I said the oh, second oh, time oh, he oh, wasn't. What are you talking about? Tyrone Hill. Tyrone Hill. I don't yell. Let me ask you. No, we said it seven times. Well, I'll say it eight because I didn't know. <laughs> Cocksucker. Oh, and oh, three again. He played with the Miami Heat. Say it eight. Say it eight. is the name of the show. Say it eight is the name of the show. Say it eight with Bob Cooney. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, um, say it eight. Bob's Cooney's Mooney. He uh, he was an NBA All Star in '95. Fucking attitude. He was MCC Player of the Year in 1990. Gar, take a deep breath, homie. I'm just saying, I didn't know, so I asked. All right, and we told you, take a deep breath, All right, so you told me eight times. Uh, Two-time first team, all MCC, 89 to 90. MCC? Uh, Whatever conference that is. MCC. Oh, okay, yeah, we're going back to college. Okay, yeah. Second team, all MCC, 1989. My cock claim. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Number 42 is retired by the Xavier Musketeers. Wow. NBA stats. He had 7,500 points, averaged 9.4. Rebounds, he had 6,800, averaged 8.6. Well, that's a lot of rebounds. Yeah. Had, had 647 assists, averaged 0.8 assists per game. He, yeah, that's not bad. Points and rebounds, he almost averaged a double-double. Yeah, it's not a bad number. Yeah. That's a good one. So, as a starting power forward for the for the Sixers, he teamed up with Ratliff and later Matumbo. Uh, with, uh, uh, he played in the 2001 NBA Finals to them uh, uh, uh. with them. Um, he is re- 
frequently referred to as the ultimate lunch, pale, and hard hat player due to his rugged style of play and relentless defense and rebounding power. Yeah. Prowers. And Skeletor. How, how, how did the, how Tyrone Hill also owned a Cincinnati, Ohio-based oh, record company called All At Net Records. He released various singles and albums by groups including OTR, <laughs> Click, Demeca, uh, Click, Click, Boom, Renaissance, and Zombo Zerf. Nothing. Here's my new creation, He-Man. <laughs> Zombo <laughs> So, um... What's remember, he doing now? Is that what he's doing now? Remember, He-Man, she's <laughs> not pregnant if you grab a coat hanger. <laughs> you, really, you really have nothing on him now? Like... You know what I mean? So he's not yeah. in the spotlight at all right now. Take a look at my extended fingers, pretty. Ah, 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 ah. Wow. So apparently he's still just doing the record label okay. thing. Uh, How did this right. become the top? Fuck you, Ben. Where the fuck you been, Gat? I'm Where'd over here drunk. I'm sorry. All right, real quick, baseball. Um, we don't know if we're going to have a season. We ain't going to have it. No, it's not going to happen. You don't think it's going to happen? No. They can't reach it. They're not even close. Nope. They spent um, 15 minutes and then canceled the first week of the season. Yep. You know what? But summer, tra- summer, summer training don't even happen till June. The the thing is, is that they spring training. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Ron. Yeah. No. No. Well, I, it might be summer. It training. It would be summer yeah. training at that point. But remember the pandemic when the owners. Yep. There was this big debate. Yep. And the owners put their feet and dig their. Dug their ears on the ground and said, "This is all we're doing," and then the players eventually just said, "They had to." They're like, they said, "They said, hold on." They said, "I'm sorry, Mike. I, I got a point here." All right. Well, when I'm done talking, you can make your point. All right. Yeah, I'll just lift you. Lift your arms. Your face will look like a fucking chip bag. <laughs> all right. So moving on. Um, <laughs> so this, the player said, "Just send the contract over. We'll sign it." Or whatever they said for the. They it was basically to. like it was basically like, we don't agree to this. We think this sucks. You're going to pay when this arbitration's up. And once that happened, once they said that they signed this, I was like, man, baseball's. In well, you knew because right at that point you're like, because they knew their contract was coming up, right? right? And they were like, well, we'll get it. We'll get it then. Listen, you know, we'll make up. So the one thing they have, they have agreed to. One thing which blows, minor leagues are are getting fucked again. Or minor leaguers are getting fucked again. And then the other thing is they're going to do universal GH. Right, 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 Sean. But there's there's more than two things that need to be agreed to. There's there's a whole plethora of things. And me personally, I'm with the players here. You you know, because the the league is trying to say, well, we got to do this and this and this. And the players are like, no, we're not doing that. We want this, this, and this. Which is like every negotiation ever. Well, I, yeah. So if you're not well, saying well, what this, this, and this are, we don't know what that means. Uh, well, as a union employee, I'm with the players. Let's see what happens. I don't think anything is going to happen until June. The only thing is, I'm gonna this see, strikes out until June. If they're bitching about money, and I don't, bitching, I don't and, think money's the issue. Well, it, it's always the issue. Yeah, money's, money's always. always and, and here's the thing: so stop handing out three hundred thirty million dollar contracts to players. Put a salary cap on the league. Like, like all like, the owners like, should become like. No, look, we need to fucking put a cap. We need to make a pact right now. 
that we're done doing that, and then we'll make more profit, right? Yes. As, uh, as the owners cordially, like the sport, don't ever the, offer that kind of money, right? Like if the, the sp- initially the sport might take a hit, but they won't. No, they won't. But no, if I, they, mean, I mean, if, the owners won't do that, That's right? I mean. Like, and if they do, initially the sport will probably take a hit, a massive hit. But ten years down the line, the sport's going to be in better shape. Like you have these same teams every year, every single year. But guys, that not- can that can compete, and the same teams every single year that can't compete. Brian, it's Brian. the biggest problem in the sport, except for it- Tampa Bay. Wait somehow, and they don't have a lot. Like guys, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask you to do a thing here. As as MLB player, you're an employer of the league. You're an employee. Think of yourself as that. So what, as an employee, what do you got to do to help yourself reach that goal? You know what I mean? Reach what goal? Any goal that, that the problem is, Sean, that we're not, you know what I mean? Well, they don't care. Like, the bottom line is the player, as a player, you've made it. You're in the league. You're getting paid. And that's. The, and you want to make as much money as possible. And that's it. That's your goal. I mean, that's your goal. I, I, honestly, that's, that's what it is. And win a championship. So that that's where we're at. So at, at, if your if your if your goal is to win a championship, the majority of the time is your team's also going out and spending more money. So you necessarily don't want a cap being put on, because then it affects your team's chances to win. Unless you're a small market team, you know, like it, right. I got to be honest. I haven't followed closely enough to know even know what the. I and the weird thing is, I just don't care. What like they, they, these questions, they're ruining the sport. Like every, the, the sports, the sports in the shit. Let's like be just, honest. The, 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 the baseball it's all, is. It's all money based, right? Well, we know it's money based, oh, but what exactly is based. what exactly is the problem? The, pro- I, the problem. The is, problem is what? Can, what have you done for me lately? What can I do for you? I un- <laughs> that tells me nothing. Well, think about it. Think about fuck. why. What about the. Are you going to bring me this revenue? Who the fuck? Fuck this fucking... How did you do fucking... Fuck! Fuck! (laughs) Okay. Fuck! So, Ryan. Fuck! The the, the, the problem in this... um, With Bates, like... I don't know the exact details. Right. But, like, to, to what Sean was saying, like, that's the... That's the biggest problem in the sport. Like, it's become so much... Of a, like almost like the World Series has become secondary to what, like, well, where's this guy going to sign? Right. What kind of contract is he going to sign? Bryce Harper got a $330 million deal. Who's the guy that gets a $375 million that's deal? That's the story. Those are the big like stories. Like, that, that's, it's, it's become a, big, a joke. Actually, I forget who right, won right. the World Series last right, year. Right, bros. All right, so me. The Braves. Maybe that the Braves. Was, see, I forgot. Right. Ryan, maybe that was the, the problem I had getting to that point. And what's the difference from now to 10 years ago? There's really no difference. It's been heading this trend for a long time. The pro- and, and not the only, difference is, like, not only that, like, less people care now. Like, right. It's, not, it's Man, not the Man, national Manfred, time Manfred has just fucking right. shit. Right. So the, the, the players Honestly. are not playing anymore for the love of the game. No. That's probably that, That's a part of it, man. That's a good point. I, I think I agree there with Gary. Like, again, like, like, it goes to my point that I just made a couple of seconds ago. Like, it's become about who's the next guy to sign the massive contract. Like, can you name... Uh, 
I mean, we watch Bryce Harper every day, right? He plays for the right. love of the game. Well, he plays for the paycheck that gets put in his con- in his he bank account every two weeks, too. All right, all right, Ryan. So he earns his paycheck. Eh, well, I mean, I don't know about a guy playing a sport that earns a three hundred million, thirty no, but, million but dollar he, contract. But he was That's just named. Not his fault. But he was. But he was just named MVP, right? right so right, it's not like right. it's right. not, not like his he can fault s- that the market dictated that. True. Right. True. And that and that's the problem. What the other- market shouldn't dictate a three hundred and thirty million dollar contract. Right, my question is, where we're at now, and twenty five years ago, what did that market dictate? Not that. I mean, when when you know when guys signed for a twenty million dollar contract over five years, it was holy fuck, right? You know, right, but I mean, the, that, but that, you know what the fact is is the other part of it is that nobody's talking about is the owners are making a lot more money too because the ticket prices are so much more it's than they were before. The almighty dollar, right? But, well, they're gonna they're gonna suffer because <clears throat> we saw it last year. People can't take their families to baseball games anymore, nope. so. You know, the owners can bitch all they want about money getting lost and all this shit. They're the ones who caused this. Right. And if I take my son to a baseball game, it's costing me with parking, food, and tickets. It's costing me two hundred hours. The players like Yeah, sure. the the players weren't the players weren't the ones saying I want forty million dollars. It was the owners fighting against each other, bidding for players who build up these prices to go boop 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 all the way up. You got to this point. And now the players are going, well, that's not my market value. Sean, my I market remember- value is this. Well, your market value technically. Wait, wait a minute, guys. Sean, I remember four years ago. Four years ago, you were saying, all oh, the MLB is this, it's that. Four years from now, this is going to be an issue. We're going to be talking about this problem four years from now. And here we are. I don't remember. Like I don't necessarily remember that. I, but I, I remember. But I, I remember. I mean, the one thing I the one thing I said was when they signed Bryce Harper, and I said that contract's going to be a steal in a couple of years. When you look at what the other guys are making, now I don't know what's going to happen with the CBA agreement. That might not be the case. Just depending it might on what turn into a terrible contract. Like like it the might. NBA, like like the MLB might not like. But it's not. Because the, they're not, it's not going to happen. Like right. baseball right. might not, right. baseball might not be back till August. No, that's not going to. They're not going to miss another World Series. They're not going to miss the playoffs. Well, they're not going to miss three quarters of the season. Well, you you posted a thing in in our uh, Facebook group, Cornerpost Sports Hangouts, which is a wide open group for anyone who wants to join it. Cornerpost Sports Hangouts, and uh, you can post and comment and all that shit. You posted something <laughs> about the um, basically this is. If this happens, does this destroy the sport? I, 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 I'm. I think the sport's already destroyed. Well, I mean, it, the, it, the, the little bit, the little bit of stuff that has already this happened. Destroy, what does destroyed mean? Uh, well, listen, Mike. The little bit that, of stuff that's already happened has lost uh, hundreds and thousands of fans. Last year, that's what. That's what. That's the determining point. Destroyed the sport. But destroyed the sport is. Are they gonna? Are they, is it gonna go bankrupt? That's destroying. The sport. Yeah, no, it won't. That but won't like, happen. But like, you know, think about like all the things that they've done wrong. That they don't know how to market the sport. Well, right? There are so many guys out there that you can market, and then you don't like. You, like, do you know anything about like? Do you legitimately, legitimately know anything about Fernando Tatis? Right, but that being said, that's how, a great fucking. How point, are they man. able? Well, because there's 162 that's a great games. Point. But how are they able to? 
that means you should know more about the guy. I understand, but why, my, my question is, how are they able to afford to pay these guys if... Listen, listen. Because it's a big market. Like, you're like they, can get the, they can go over the luxury tax. Right, but where are they making the money? If the, if the sport's destroyed, where are they making the money? We're not saying the sport's destroyed. I'm saying, I'm saying the game. Let me, let me rephrase. The, 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 or, or rephrase. Mike, the game, Mike's the not game wrong. is the game is destroyed. Mike, Mike's not wrong. I that I one hundred percent agree. With I, you. I have a hard time watching a baseball game right now and not feeling. Hold me, on, hold on, uh, and not feeling sour about it because of all the stupid rule changes they've made. Let me say this: this having a guy on second base shit, this seven inning doubleheader bullshit. Yes, all this stuff, it's ruined the game. Right. Let me say this, Sean. I agree with what you're saying, and I'll say that the love. Of the sport, it's gone. Been, it's been destroyed. Then the, the the natural, like the yeah, it's just that natural feel. Of the sport is gone. Like yeah, everything feels forced. But if, like, but Sean, if you, do you remember when you were a kid? You're six years old. You're coming. You're coming out of your room. It's Sunday. Oh, the My are, ass hurts. Well, the Phillies are playing. You're putting on your Phillies T-shirt. Right, you, know, you know what I mean? It's not there no more. Right. It's just not. So if it's but if it's you got to talk to the mic, but if it's not there, and it's not there for us, how how can they afford to pay Bryce Harper three hundred million dollars? When does the pendulum swing? TV to contracts, where, all well, that yeah, shit. But, but the TV contracts, who's watching the games if you don't care? Well, well, you're right, yeah, but Mike, everybody because like you got the younger, the younger generation bullshit. isn't watching baseball right now. That's what I'm saying. Who's watching? How are they making money? Because it's the only thing that's on. You know, that's July, why. August, September, there's nothing else on at that that's point. That's why. They're the only game in town. And people get excited. Beginning of the season, like, are you not tuned in the Phillies? Of course you are. No. Because you're, you're yeah, not. the beginning of the season. Not, I am, not, absolutely. Not two years. No, nah, beginning of the season, I'm on. No. Nah. But, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's maybe maybe, it's we're, maybe I'm sour because it's Philadelphia right now, and we haven't been good since 2011. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's the problem. But, but Atlanta – Atlanta just won a World Series. No nobody one Atlanta, nobody gave Atlanta hasn't given on, a shit about a team in years. Right, but but that's what I'm trying to say. Their team's good and they don't care. Right. Like so, Philadelphia's a sports town. Does the Boston LA, and the Yankees are right, always going. The, does LA truly care about the Dodgers? No. no. LA doesn't care Again, about anything. LA is another one that doesn't care about anything. That's why right, we hate LA. Why, why we, okay, okay. LA. The Rams, they didn't care about the Rams either. Why are we comparing our okay. our, our fan base? We're not comparing. I'm not comparing the fan base. First of all, you got to talk into the mic. I'm and we're saying, the and fan second base. of all, we're saying. Fuck that fucking mic. You're on a we podcast. Can't, oh, fuck it. We can't he- you're making points. We can't hear you. All right. I'm sorry. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Peterson said they, baseball has not been the same since they stopped putting free tickets in the five pound box of Philly. Dude, Frank. that's well so said. true. Yeah. Well said. Well, well you could buy a fucking seven hundred dollar three dollars for three or five bucks. Three or five dollars, right. seven hundred. Yeah, it was right. like it was like two hundred hot dogs, and you fucking got a seven hundred level ticket, and look, you paid I, you paid six bucks. Look, I know. Right. It, so it, so the night, yeah, So the night before, you fucking flip fucking ten hot dogs, and the next night you go. You're getting on the fucking L. You're getting on the fucking Patterson line. You're heading down to the Phillies game. And then you're eating hot dogs at the, pa- right, the Phillies game, too. Right. And then you're eating out the Fanatic after the game. Uh, who cares? Wait, what? <laughs> as long as it's green. <laughs> who cares? What, green? Right. What? Yeah, green Fanatics. The Galapagos okay. Islands. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He's got a little thick. So, it's so I guess we've, we've beaten this to death and gotten Be- nowhere. We've beaten this horse. 
<laughs> so it's, it's time. I wasn't trying to piss nobody. It's off. time for. Um, <laughs> it's time for Gary's. Gary, put in your headphones. No, I don't want to fuck you. I don't want to wear my headphones. It's your fucking problem. It's time for Gary's movie review. <laughs> This is Corner Pub Sports Movie Review with Gary. Stay drunk or fuck you. All right, Gary. This week's movie review. Uh, this motherfucking Steve-O. Like, if, if, how many times do you got to focus on hurting your dick? <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Like, the whole movie is focused on hurting his cock. Or dicks in general. Yes. Yeah. No, the way it started. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brian. No, spo- no spoiler alert, but there's Brian, a dick at the Brian, beginning I'll, of the movie. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take this. By the way, he's reviewing Jackass. Like, the, like the mid-movie. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently we didn't start yeah. like, like, like Steve-O, he's got a fucking a hive of bees on his cock. Oh, I forgot about that one. Dude. He's I forgot about that one. He's got a hive of bees on his cock. And he's laughing. Right. The whole fucking time he's laughing like you fucking idiot. So we, we so we buy a little midget cocksucker. He disrupts the bees and they start stinging him. And they're like, ah, yeah. ah, like, yo, we they're named, stinging him on his cock. Oh, or stinging dude, he's got a whole hive on his dick. Yeah, yeah. And oh, they're stinging him. Yes, oh, yeah. They start stinging his oh, yeah. thigh and everything. He's like, they're like, because we man here comes, comes up the and queen. We man comes up and goes. And then they fucking go crazy. Mike, it starts not, stinging everybody. Yeah. Mike, it's not just his dick. It's whole general. Yeah, like it's his, his whole area. Yeah. Like there's the a whole fucking, area. Dude, there's a hive. They, yeah. they build a hive. So they put the queen on because they follow the queen. They put the queen on first and they all follow. And it's just, so say his dick's this big, right? There's a hive hanging off his dick. That's a pretty bees big. flying in the background. That's yes. a pretty big dick. Yeah, right. right. So there's a hive hanging this far off his dick. Mm-hmm. Like that's how big the it starts going. Is. Th- it starts going down yeah. like this, and it's all bees. And fucking wee man comes up and goes, "Whack!" Oh, yeah. Everybody gets stung. <laughs> Even the guys wearing the coats are like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and then they show the one who's like, "God damn it!" And he's all calm. He's like, "Fucking stung." <laughs> he's all so, calm. So I'll say this: out, uh, of f- out of five erect penises. I'll give this one four and a half. Oh, wow. It was good, man. Yeah, it, it was. was. Damn, you know, you know what? You know why, Mike? Brian slapped me on the arm, and I'm like, ow. How did he get feast? You know why, Mike? Because this this is one that you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, what's the matter with these fucking guys? The perfect movie for the time, like, the times we're in. Yeah, I got to say it. Yeah. yeah we, we said that. Like, you... You don't want it like if you want to go to a movie and just first of all we we drank a little bit. I was happy. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. And you can drink in the theater, which is even you better. Know, I had two run to two drinks. I I bought, you know, I'm something fucking. Uh, I was wrecked. Yeah. Dude, by the way, we got to tell a story real quick. So uh, are we talking about this? So Gary, Gary and I are about to walk in, and Gary's behind me, and I'm walking in, and some fucking race like this car oh, yeah. is. Coming at me down I'm the parking say. lot, almost hit me. I'm like, "What? The, why are you doing 100 in the parking lot?" <laughs> Screeches out, you know, skids. This skinny fucking dude comes out, and he walks in the thing, and, and I can tell he's young. I'm like, "All right, man, young kids, right?" So we go, we go in. Gary meets up with us, and then Ryan comes in. I was like, "This fucking guy, like this." 
And the dude's at the at the counter, like, oh yeah, yeah. And I heard him saying something about it. he's ain't he ain't he ain't eighteen. He ain't eighteen. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you going? Yeah, he wanted a drink, but yeah. he wanted top shelf liquor. Well, no, no, he was trying to buy tickets. Oh, no, no, that's before that. He was trying to buy tickets. Why well, didn't so know what was going on? So all of a sudden, like, shut up. his asshole buddy and a fucking four year old kid come walking through the door, and I'm like, oh, this is the and I said, this is the cocksucker who's driving 100 miles per hour down the fucking park the parking lot. Thanks, Mark. So. We're getting our drinks at the bar outside the movie theater, and the dude walks by and he runs the kid to the bathroom. And as he's coming out, I'm like, "Here's a fucking dude." And Ryan goes, "Yeah, only an asshole would bring bring his fucking four year old to a movie and drive like an asshole in the parking lot." And the dude's like, "Yeah, I'm one of them." <laughs> like, "Yeah, you're a fucking asshole." And he starts banging on the bar, knocking on the bar like that. And the right. bartender's like, what? "You do realize there's a line." Like, there's people who've had, I want that, I, I want uh, She's like, we don't have that. And you can fucking wait. Like, you can wait a second. And then that was it. We, we went to the well, movie. Well, wait a minute, Sean. After that, we're in the movie theater. We've got kids in front of us. Ryan says, what kind of cocksucker brings their fucking four-year-old <laughs> to watch this movie? Yeah. And, and it's true. Like, dude, as soon as the movie starts, they're fucking cum shooting. It's like, like, you know, yeah. why are you you're an asshole. If it's 10 o'clock at night, too. If like, you've ever seen a movie or watch a show, just think, the movie starts with Chris Pontius. It's dick. Like, if the movie starts with his dick. That's all we're going to say. We're not giving right, out. We're not right. giving like, out. We're not telling you what's going on, but his, it starts with his dick. And like it's fucking. It's hilarious, <laughs> but there's kids. It's uncomfortable hilarious. And Johnny uh, Knoxville. Uh, that no, scene it's wasn't. Like, that no, scene it's wasn't. uncomfortable. I've passed that. We'll tell you after the off the air. It's on, well, and honestly, the Knox- bottom line is you don't bring kids to see right. this movie. No, no. And Johnny Knoxville is still hands down the craziest fucking like he's insane he ever. He's insane. Dude, all, he, the, all the stuff that's going on. Dude, he breaks his fucking head and he's like, ah, he's just laughing. Like gets knocked out. He's like, ah. Like, yeah, yeah. He's insane. Dude, alive. literally, blood is running down his face. He's like, I'm good. I'm good. But you can tell he's like dazed. Like he's got the glazed over look. Yeah, but he's, laugh- but he's laughing. Like when Butterbean beat him up and he's like, what happened? Oh, I oh, forgot, I about, oh, I I forgot, forgot about that. that. I, I'm concussed. Yeah, like, I what's think, going on with you? I'm concussed. I think I'm concussed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, on that, four and a half out of five. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. That's four, that's four solid. Whack! That's four solid hard dicks out of five. Four and a half. It was four and a half earlier. All yeah, right. don't forget about that half. The half, right, well, the, the half, yeah, the half, yeah, the half, half can go a lot. Yeah, and half means a lot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't, don't ever, don't ever, don't ever underestimate the half. Yeah. All right. This is Corner Pot Sports. Half over half equals whole. We'll see you guys. Fuck. Next week. Penis out. Penis out, Mike? Penis out. All right.